You're listening to DraftKings Network. Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon running to the plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today, but what? Here comes a pizza. See it? <laughs> This is our fucking city, and nobody gonna dictate our freedom. Stay strong. Welcome back to the Name Redacted Podcast, America's most beloved podcast, the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. It is the Friendsgiving episode, which means um, Brock Holtz late is giving his kid a bath, uh, but we are joined by Business Pat. I asked him before we came on, I was like, listen. You ain't got to stay for the whole show. I know you got business meetings. I know you got to like fly. You have flights. You have helicopter flights where maybe the helicopter is stationary. It's in the air, but it's like it just kind of like hovers in the same area. Like I know that you have stuff to do. I know you're a busy guy. How many restaurants do you own now? Restaurant bars? Seven. Like every time I go on Pat's TikTok now, I'm a I'm a frequent Pat Light. TikTok commenter. You are. You Those are the only TikToks that I comment on. Like, you will not find a comment on TikTok uh, uh, from me on anything other than Pat Light TikToks. Um, but I go on there and, I'm, and I just see that that's how I that's how I keep up with the businesses. Is uh, now we're up to seven different bars and restaurants now, and we've branched outside of Hoboken. One in Philly, yeah. One in Philly. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I opened TikTok, so I'm going to follow Pat Light. Oh, oh you don't follow Cole. Pat Light on TikTok? I'm not on the talk a lot. I'm not either. I only go on there to to watch stuff. I I mean I I probably watch I don't know anywhere between eight to nine hours of TikToks a day, but I don't <laughs> post. Right, right. I'm oh, on there. It, the number one suggested follow when you follow Pat Light, Jared Carabas. Oh, <laughs> shoot me a follow. Well, I also trying, don't follow. I'm trying to get those numbies up right now. There's also a tutorial on how to buy six bars slash restaurants. Is this oh, what yeah. this is, Pat? No. Well, yeah, I mean, I just tell people that I raise money from people. That's uh, that's the synopsis of that. Yeah. But it's all it's all good content. Like, if you're looking to get into business, it's kind of like, like, Pat Light is kind of like the uh, Gary V of... Uh, business? Awful yeah. example. That's so mean. <laughs> Why does that mean? He's a failure. He's not a no, fan. He's not. What is he bankrupt off NFTs? No, 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 no. Jake, go look up what Gary V's net worth is right now. I guarantee you, it's it's, it's a lot. Quite an, it's <laughs> a number that none of us will ever attain. Besides Pat right. himself, it, besides it's Pat. higher than I anticipated. Yeah, two hundred mil. Two hundred. Yep. Oh, what a fucking loser, Tyler! You <laughs> idiot. Insulting. How yeah. insulting, Jared. Yeah, I apologize. To compare Pat Light to Gary V. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. What a bum. <laughs> Pat what a might be two hundred million dollars. Pat, are you richer? Not yet. Gary V. No. Gary V. has got like 10, 15 Bro years boy. on Pat. What Pat? One of one of the big. We're also joined by Colin Mick. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> um, Tyler's here, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh The people want to know, and I want to know. Since the last time, not since the last time you've been on, since you stepped away from the podcast, mm-hmm. how much money have you made? <laughs> not total i'm not asking I'm, i mean if you want to tell us what your total net worth is how much money you have liquid uh what your net worth is 
I'm just asking you since <laughs> since you left the podcast, <laughs> how much money have you made? Like, is it worth it? <laughs> Double rain. thumbs up. Oh, is it no, rain? Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I miss you guys. I'm not going to tell you how much money I've made, but... Uh, is it a lot I or no? Are you, are you happy? Yeah. yeah oh, great. you made a fuck ton. Did you double up? Did you triple up? <laughs> since since I left the pod? No, yeah. I have not doubled my, my income. <laughs> no, I'm saying... If you're like, not you, richer, you have to come back. Yeah, it's like, is it I, working? Like, did I you, am richer it, than I was when I was on the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but by, by how much? The sh- huh? He's like, I found a crisp twenty on my walk home today. <laughs> like percentage wise, I would be really excited about that. Percentage oh, wise, like, yeah. all right, so you you had a hundred percent, and then how much did you increase since you left the show by like twenty percent? Yeah, maybe ten or twenty percent. That's okay. great. That's worth yeah. it. That's worth it. Hang mm-hmm. up there. Um. Have you ever considered, you know how Chris Cotillo does the stupid ass uh, workshops? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you ever considered doing business workshops? No, I don't actually. Uh, even the stuff that I post on TikTok about like actual business, it's pretty mundane stuff. I don't really enjoy <laughs> teaching people things. That's all uh, you talk about. <laughs> what do you mean? It's <laughs> no, but like, like actually running a business, like the stuff I talk about on TikTok is yeah. like the the very, very, very surface level things. Like yeah. I have no interest in diving into how I look at profit loss statements with people yeah. online. Would you say you live a gl- uh, glamorous life? I think I, I probably I think people would would think would think that. Yeah. Can you give us some insight as to how you how you would if someone were to uh if there was like a pat light to the last detail accuracy uh biopic made and someone watched that what kind of details would we see what what would the audience walk away from that being like man i wish i was business he didn't just like, what, where did make- my life go wrong <laughs> no. where i'm not living okay. like business we're pat. supposed to pretend like nothing happened jerry froze i don't i didn't catch any of that i you know what i said pat what <laughs> so i'll give you the gist of what i said right appreciate it yeah so i was saying if someone made a uh 100 accurate biopic about your life yeah and they how would they walk away from that feeling like where would the jealousy level be of like my lifestyle yeah I I don't I I think it's it I don't know it, it, I think it'd be I think people would be a little jealous. I think. Tell me but, why. And here's the thing. Oh, I, call it. Call it. Call it. What? I'm actually level? going to. I'm actually hold on. I'm going to reference okay. Coley here a little bit because I actually think that Coley, the type of person that Coley is, other people like him don't really give a shit about doing those types of things. No. So it wouldn't be jealous. Mm-mm. But I do believe that there is there is a large number of people out there that would like to do those things. What are those things? Can you go into detail? Uh, I don't know. Take a helicopter ride to Philadelphia to just get drunk for the night. <laughs> That's a pretty cool thing to do on a Saturday. <laughs> so you're just like, would you are you are you able to write off your liquor expenses as as business expense? Um. Yeah, <laughs> I That's- went down there on the thought yeah. that 
we were going to meet with some bar owners. The person who was supposed to set that up did not do a good job. Okay. Yeah. Do you have an so, assistant? Your fault. Do you have an assistant? I do, yeah. Male or female? Female. Uh, what is her degree in? What do you have to go to school for <laughs> to, to become business pets <laughs> assistant? What are, like, where did... I don't... I have no idea what her degree is. I did not... That was not one of the... She didn't give you a resume? But... Like when you, when you hired her, you didn't... Oh, she might have. She might have. I don't think I looked at it, though. Was it your All decision? I care about, like, do you have a team? It's my decision. I have, I have a lot. A lot. You have a theoretical, like the people you're talking about. We have like maybe seven people working for the company. Um, the light group. Yeah, but if you talk about the bars, we're talking about about a hundred employees. Do you have a publicist? Yeah. No, I don't. Do you think you need one? No, I think it would be good to get. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be good to to get out there a little bit more into other different things mm-hmm. about you know what I do for a living just because it brings opportunities yeah uh, so I think a publicist would help that sure but uh, uh, no I haven't I haven't done that yet what's like a day in the life of Pat Light's assistant like what does that day look like uh, it's going through like emails and handling things I don't want to do that's what I'm jealous of. Like, I don't get jealous of the helicopter rides to go get drunk. Yeah. I can do that in my own home. The, the someone handling all the monotonous shit, extremely jealous. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it was one of the better hires I've ever had because it, it freed me up to go just and like do what I want to do. Like, yeah. I don't like 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 her whole goal is just to get through my email and do everything in there, and I don't do any of it. It's just uh, quite the, nice. The question I was going to ask before you, you cut me off to compliment me, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, what level of, of wealth did you hit where you became a Tony Romo blank hat guy? I don't understand the, the reference. You're wearing a hat with nothing on it at the moment. Just a blank hat, oh. like an undercover cop. Yeah. <laughs> what level of wealth before I started doing yeah, this? Yeah, like because you used to wear a hat that, that you and Brock wore the same hat for a long time. And then you mm-hmm. wore like, I don't know, a pirate's hat, some shit like that. Now you just wear a hat with nothing. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. what level, when did you look at your bank account and say, you know what? I just want to flex fit and with nothing on it. It was expensive, Pat, wasn't it? Tell the truth. The hat wasn't expensive. It was Lululemon. Oh, oh, that, that was, oh, I don't even that's know. at least a buck fifty. Oh, is it? <laughs> at least. Uh, uh, yeah. he's, he's, they ask if he wants the receipt. He says, fuck you and walks out of the store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question, Coley. I, I I didn't start wearing these hats until probably at least five restaurants in. <laughs> <laughs> if that helps, it uh, does. It does. <laughs> Brock, how much money do you have? Uh, not as much as Pat. Pat's <laughs> <laughs> got a so ton of false. money. Like, have you ever in your in your entire life slash career played with someone who was so bad but ended up like? <laughs> I mean, Pat is a is probably the premier success story for guys who play professional baseball. And it's like, maybe this isn't for me. Those guys usually end up on cameo. Pat Light is like he ha- he has like his net worth is like twenty five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing, so it might be more. It might be Definitely more. more. <laughs> for sure. More. He's like laughing at tw- at twenty five million. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, tries to downplay here. He tries to downplay. I think my theory is that Pat Light has multiple homes, and anytime that he records a podcast, like he's had the same place in Hoboken 
since like his playing days, basically. And mm-hmm. he'll go there to record. So it seems like the come up isn't what it really <laughs> is. But like the dude, it's we're we're probably talking between twenty five to thirty million dollars in terms of net worth. He's had his apartment rebuilt in his mansion, yeah. like a Seinfeld set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he reconstructed his apartment inside his fifty-five thousand square foot mansion in Malibu. It's crazy. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To keep laughing it off, pal. You, you got got. We figured that shit out fifteen minutes in. Can I ask uh, Pat a baseball question? I know he doesn't do that He's anymore. He's good. Uh, 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 well, because like we just hired we the Red Sox just hired Craig Breslow and Andrew Bailey. I don't know time. Cole, that yet. Another thing about mm-hmm. like being secretive about your life, like Coley works for the Boston Red Sox and he just dropped a Wii and then tried to change it up. <laughs> Listen, we're moving past that. Yeah. Um, with like how they view pitching, especially Breslow, are you are you? envious and i'm not asking this question to be a dick i promise but are you envious you didn't come up in a red sox organization that had any idea how to develop pitchers that's a great question mm, that is a good question and do you um, think now to to follow that do you think now that they do will they sign you to come <laughs> pitch for them uh, i'll add on and were you offended oh, that they reached out to brock Holt and other red sox players and did not care to ask your opinion about craig breslow right all right, well, and just to add on to that, let's let's keep adding. So this is going to be about a ten part question, and we want you to answer all of them yeah, in order. You got to remember in it. order. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm, no, I'm not that upset, Coley. I I don't think I would have been successful regardless. Didn't broadcast the first uh, question? No, that no, fucking... Coley did. He's all okay, right, locked right. in. I got fucked yeah, up. Yeah, all right, good, good job, Pat. Yeah, anytime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. I don't remember what Brock asked. Uh, uh, Brock asked, do you think since they are more about pitching now that they have Breslow, Bailey's back, oh, will they back, resign back in me? action, do you think that, that they'll give you another shot? Uh, to come back, I, I haven't. I haven't heard from anybody. Uh, so <laughs> there's still time. Um, there's still there's still time. There's still time. I got to imagine I'm on the list somewhere. It just probably haven't gotten to me yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, think a follow up to a follow up to the follow up? Do you think <laughs> since they've seen like Daniel Bard took like a fucking decade off? Do you mm. think that they're like, who's the next Bard? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Pat Light. Yeah. Okay. So, Tyler, <laughs> yep. what did you ask? Uh, I had basically asked if you were offended. They didn't reach out to you for your input. They shouted out Brock, a bunch mm-hmm. of Red Sox players, yeah. when you know checking in on Breslow. Joel Hammer, I'm assuming, yeah. I guess, here that they didn't talk to you at all. No, I didn't play with Craig, so it'd be weird if they reached out to my opinion. You were in the organization, Pat. I was in the organization, so. but several ranks below him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, no, that'd be weird. And then Coley... Um, I got. I got to tell you, I wasn't paying any attention to your question because I was trying to remember what Tyler asked me. So, what did you say? I said, "Do you think because of Daniel Bard's resurgence after like uh-huh. a decade yeah. off, they're looking? Everyone wants to be, oh, who's the next this guy? Bard's hot in the streets now. People can't stop talking about DB. Do you think Pat Light's the next guy? No, I don't okay. think that I'm the ne- no. I did when Daniel uh, did that. I did reach out to him, and he he had insinuated that he thought he could probably help me because uh, I had similar stuff, and not to his degree quite, but similar stuff. But no, I you know I have no interest in playing baseball anymore. Well, I mean, I mean, why just, would you have to really? Yeah, you know? true. 
That is I am, from a financial situation. I am doing much better than I did in baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> baseball was not a very lucrative sport for me outside of the draft. I, I have a two part question, Pat. Uh, okay. First part of the question is um, with all the businesses that you run currently, do you think if, if your heart was in it, do you think that you could run the amount of, <clears throat> of businesses that you do currently while also playing professional baseball? Second part of the question <clears throat> is, um, wasn't one of the, the minor league coaches like your your best pitch was your splitter and he was like stop throwing your splitter and that's when your career kind of like downward spiraled do you think that okay, if you so, had okay. like a better pitching coach that you could return to professional baseball assuming that your passion was there and also run seven restaurants <laughs> at the same time the first the, the first part no I, I couldn't do both that would be very difficult many people would probably you have an me. assistant though uh, <laughs> not to, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I and listen if she ends up listening to this podcast I don't want her to take this the wrong way but I, I so, would not have much whoa. faith in her running the restaurants uh, really she's not a, yeah she, no, she's not there's actually, no not what way it's that hard you you run seven at the same time <laughs> I, I don't know like, like legitimately speaking like what else could any of us do uh, seven things at the same time like that is the multitask of multitask and there there's millions of uh, Tens of millions of dollars involved in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, here's the thing. My job is not really probably what people think it is. It's really just managing egos of people and making sure everyone stays happy. Okay. Uh, the other people are like do like the day to day tasks, like and like ordering things and like r- like that other stuff you see in a restaurant. What you would think I might be doing. I'm doing none of that. Uh-huh. Uh, I just manage like my my people that run the bars to make sure they all stay happy and they don't bicker between each other which inevitably happens and i she is not that's not her skill set mm-hmm. is to be able to manage people uh she does she you know oftentimes makes a small problem into an enormous problem mm. uh so yeah no that's not her thing that's not her thing. she ever threatened to second? quit she ever threatened to quit I hope she's not listening yeah no she knows i've told her all these things so i'm not that wouldn't be upset if she heard it uh but she might not like be broadcasting it to all of your guys listeners but, <laughs> but i mean it's just um, i mean people want to know no she has never threatened to quit okay that's good that's a healthy that's, that's a healthy great. non-toxic work relationship um yes brock have you what ever was the second about, part of your question uh if you thought that if you had better coaching like if let's just say hypothetically, yes, you, I think you I had think a coach was, that was like, "Hey, maybe like let's not get rid of Pat Light's best pitch." That yeah, yeah normally yeah, I, you would want like if 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 I was coaching someone and they had a good pitch versus a bad pitch, I would want them to throw their good pitch more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think and not just dump it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was you remember, you remember Ralph Brock? I remember I Ralph. Ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. that. That's who did it. Um, <laughs> He, uh, they were concerned that because it was a splitter, they were concerned my elbow was going to give, which uh, uh, which I, it was going to eventually, like, probably that's, eventually yeah, at some that's point. Everyone's does, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, here's the thing, you know, I didn't have any way to get people out otherwise. So, and I was a strikeout guy, so you really handcuffed me there. So, <laughs> so I went through the minor leagues. They would like a career five ERA, and be like, "This guy sucks." So just I was throwing, like, "Well, just throwing heaters." I can't, yeah, no, he was like, hey, take away the splitter. I know it's your best pitch, and it's the pitch you strike everybody out on. But here's a thought. Let's, let's throw a circle change, which I've never done before in my life. And I was like, all right, sure. Just got absolutely torched. Uh, like I get people to two strikes and be like, I don't know what to do now. What, I, do I throw the circle change? Is that the pitch? So basically, terrible. you're telling me you weren't coachable. That's what yeah. I'm hearing. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. hearing, yeah. You yeah. know, learn the circle I, change. I, yeah. Brock, I got to tell you. 
First of all, I did learn the circle change. I tried. It just <laughs> like a home run machine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, but, when uh, you say you learned the circle change, were you just throwing your fastball slower? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, it was well, terrible. I, I'm not even saying that as a joke. Shane, how do, how do you say his last name, uh, Tyler? Is it Drone? Drohan? Drohan. Now. Drohan. He said it three different Last year time. was like, yeah, that they told me to throw a changeup, so I just started throwing my fastball like very slow. And I honestly think that's how most people try, like when they're 12, 13, 14, try and throw a changeup because those coaches are also idiots. And those yes. are who we've had in the Red Sox minor league system for, I don't know, when we drafted 09, like 13 years. Me? 12. But the same thing. Yeah, but uh, no, I I attempted to throw a traditional circle changeup. It was just atrocious, and my slider was atrocious, and my fastball, although hard, very hittable, apparently. Uh, apparently. So, so uh, <laughs> I really needed that out pitch, and uh, they they just were no no. Funny fact: it's Pittsburgh, very very analytic driven team back in 2016 or 17 when I played for them. And uh, I couldn't really throw my fast for a strike early in counts anymore. I was like, I had lost all faith in it, but I could do it if I was up in the count, like oh two one two, like I felt right. confident in the pitch. So all mental, as you know. Um, so, but like my splitter, people were batting oh oh fucking eighty nine off or something like that. People were batting off my fast for like three twenty. So I was like, you know what? I'm just this is all analytics provided to me by Pittsburgh. I was like, right, fuck this. I'm just not going to throw my fastball anymore unless I'm like up in counts. And it was work great. And they traded me away because they didn't like it. So the the GM called me and said, "I hope you, Pittsburgh, you fi- you throw your fastball more." I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to." But <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, they traded. Yeah, Brock was right. Well, not tra- coachable. Yeah. Well, they traded Garrett Cole and Tyler Glass mm-hmm. now, Pat Light. So mm-hmm. Brock Holt. <laughs> Brock Holt. They did trade me. I forgot about that. I forgot <laughs> I played for the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I did play. I thought that's where you were going with that. (laughs) No, no, it's a great reminder, dude. (laughs) Yeah, Pittsburgh Pirates drafted me. They did. Um, As a hitter, you know, talking about a guy like uh, Pat Light here, throws 100 miles an hour. Uh, There's other guys in the league right now that throw 100 miles an hour, and they suck. I'm not saying Pat sucks. I'm just saying that there are guys who are don't have success with 100 miles an hour. How? From the batter's box perspective, how different can 100 miles an hour look depending on who throws it? Um, More different than you would think, right? Like you think 100 miles an hour is 100 miles an hour, but depending on who's who's throwing it, I mean, it can it can feel, you know, it can feel a lot harder and it can feel, you know, could feel I mean, it's not it's not going to be. But it it can feel like a you know a lower nineties fastball. It just kind of depends. And I mean, shoot, one guy might see someone easier than the other. And um, but I mean, there's guys who throw like Glass now. I mean, he throws however hard he throws, but it looks way harder. Really? Because well, he's, he's oh, got the God. he's it's he's, he's releasing extent, it by your fucking nose. Yeah, yeah, extension and everything else. Um. So it's, it's, um, it's different. It's different. And, and some guys, a hundred miles an hour, you hit it and it feels, feels light almost. And some guys throw the, the heavy, the heavy ball where it just, 
you know, it doesn't feel like it comes off as good. So um, that's why baseball's so hard, man. Who, who throws? Who, here. who throws like a hundred that looked like ninety? Ish. Um, you know who? Who Degrom? Degrom throws h- hard, but it it's nice and easy. Sure. And obviously, it's hard. But I mean, I hit a homer off of him, so can't be <laughs> can't be that good, you know. <laughs> um, no, but guys like that, man, guys who who like their mechanics are nice and smooth and fluid. Yeah. It does, it, you know, it, it, it sounds funny that I'm, I'm saying DeGrom, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not that his fastball is easy to hit. It's just, it comes out. smooth. Yeah. Everything's so smooth and his delivery is so easy that it doesn't feel like he's throwing as hard as he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not grunting like yeah. Nate, you know what I no. mean? Like he does look like Rodan. he throws it, which is strange because of his, his elbows made of yeah, like, like Swiss cheese. Like Chapman mm-hmm. for me, or oldest Chapman, like he throws a hundred and it feels like it's 200 because left on left, he's got the extension. He's humongous. You don't know if it's going to hit you in the head or <laughs> be paint, you know, away. So, um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's different for everyone. How many times do you face Chapman? Not very many. I didn't get. I didn't get too many. And I was. That's one of those where I was. I was happy that I never got to face lefties. Yeah. So it's like Chapman's coming. It's like all right. It's the eighth inning. Oh, all right. We're down by two. Chapman's coming in. I'm coming up second. My game's done after we get this third out. You know. You go. want the stats? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I know I faced him in the All Star game and I struck out against him. So that's. But I, I'm probably o for. Let me guess. O for f- four. Oh for six, three Ks. Six, three Ks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pretty good. It's not terrible. I mean, put it this way: I wouldn't get a hit off for Rolls Chapman, and I'm a righty. Yeah, over six, three K. I'm surprised I even got to face him six times. Yeah, that was uh, that was probably old John Farrell just loving the matchup. <laughs> no, John. No, John Farrell hated the lefty. John Farrell. John Farrell hated the lefty lefty matchups. <clears throat> no, yeah. Tori used to t- Tori used to to yell at me from the the end of the bench if a lefty was coming in. He'd be like, "Hey, Brock," I'd like look down. Like he'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> you're not coming in." <laughs> you're, just want to make sure you had a good seat. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yep, yep. Don't worry, man. You're not coming in. So, Where, about, do you do you think lefty lefties overblown? Because righties face righties every day. Lefty lefties overblown, big time. Big time. Lefties should should always face lefties. I mean, obviously there's there's different you know scenarios and stuff, but if if someone's seeing the ball well, it doesn't matter if a lefty's on the mound or a righty's on the mound. And at, for me as a left-handed hitter, and I think the majority of left-handed hitters would tell you that facing lefties help them against righties. Because you have to stay in, you you face too many righties and you start pulling off and and interesting. So and before I stopped facing lefties in the big leagues, um, I hit lefties better than I hit righties. Huh. But then we signed we signed Cy that year and he raked lefties, and I was you know out I was playing left field, and you know my position was the only one really that I mean Cy was going to get at bat. So then we started platooning. And then I just, you don't face them and you, you can't hit them. I mean, if you don't see it, you can't hit it. So, yeah. but I think yeah. it's way overblown. Yep. 
Yeah, people don't talk about that <clears throat> that lineage enough when Brock was out there in left field. Like it went from uh, Ted Williams to Carl Yastrzemski to Jim Rice to Manny Ramirez to it's a fraternity. Brock it really Cole, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a <laughs> yeah. It's a fraternity just passing the baton, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, that would be a cool, cause I mean, I, I obviously, uh, Ted was gone by the time you became the guy, uh, in left field, but I would love to mm -hmm. see like a nice oil painting of all you guys together. Just like just, brothers yeah. in arms. Just, just, just playing like, poker, like, like a bunch of bulldogs. No, yeah. I think, mm -hmm. no, I think, I think just like, arms around each other mm -hmm. facing the monster just the our back you know our backs yeah. just like looking up at them at the wall you know yeah what's the was it millar and manny uh like standing on the first baseline and, and millar's grabbing manny's ass yeah we could do that it's all of them grabbing each other's asses yeah, yeah that would I, be better i may have that one already yeah yeah instead of arms up here arms are down there yeah maybe but instead from of the back we're we're going around to the front yeah <laughs> i like that grabbing each other's wieners <laughs> yeah when when you were out there in left field did you feel the pressure of having to live up to being the next guy in that that line of red sox players I, dude honestly with? man like talking to you guys like the only thing i ever thought about was was catching maris really like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have any other thoughts other than, dude, I got to hit some homers, man. Yeah. So I forgot Ted. Willi I forgot Ted Williams even played for the Red Sox. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's all about Maris. Yeah. It's all about we catching face that scrub Degrom more often. So yeah, bad <laughs> stats. Golly, dude, why can't Degrom pitch for the Yankees? Yeah. Gosh, I'm yeah. having to face Chapman. <laughs> having to face Chapman and Tanaka throwing splitters Pat never threw right <laughs> right yeah um yeah that's really I mean that's that's the majority of of what I thought about yeah. and every time I come on this podcast or talk to you guys it's it's all I think about <laughs> it's, all, it's all you think you about know. do you like does it haunt you now that you never well, like you just honestly miss, you never just think of, I honestly never think about it other than the time I'm staring at you guys in the face <laughs> and then it's just like then it just it comes back. It all comes back. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so close, and I didn't. Yeah. Make, I, I was so close. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about the chase? Um, like, are there par parts about it that you look back on fondly, or is it just kind of all like pressure and you know disappointment that you didn't quite get there? Um, I mean, it was it was fun. Like, mm. it was fun being in the spotlight. And being, like, <laughs> It was fun being in the spotlight and like everyone watching me and like, yeah. you know, obviously the, the, Hey, every, all the news stations and, and big TV stations clicking over Brock Holtz at bats. But, right. um, but I mean, they're, if I'd be lying to, if I told you there wasn't, I didn't feel the pressure sometimes, <laughs> right. you know, mm -hmm. and I think anybody that's been in that situation, there, there aren't too many, but mm -hmm. I feel like if you talk, if you talk to the majority of, of us who have been there, it yeah you feel it you yeah feel it. no doubt no doubt so. i mean i just remember you know you'd be watching fox on a saturday <clears throat> be like cubs cardinals and then they'd be like we take you away from today's broadcast and bring you brock holt in the seventh inning he's coming up and then, that, then 61 
And then they're like, oh, shit, never mind. He's not playing today. So <laughs> if he comes in later for a defensive replacement, we, we will let you know. <laughs> left hander left handers coming in. He's coming out. <laughs> I do wish all of Major League Baseball conspired for this bit. Just cutting to all your at-bats and like having the tracker. You at like four on the season. It's mid-August. Career, 20, 22 career homers. <laughs> just, just like 58 to go in parentheses. Like, what? Some guy in Milwaukee's like, what's happening right now? Oh. I saw I saw something the other day where it was it, it said it was some random baseball player and it said if he he's at 39 years old if he comes back next year he'll only need 744 homers to break the record. <laughs> I mean it's pretty similar to me. If Brock Holt signs. If Brock Holt signs he'll need 862 homers. <laughs> Well, yeah, last time last time we spoke, it's now the off season. It was the middle of the season last time. How how have the conversations with Cashman been? We haven't spoken really. Mm. Yeah, we haven't spoken really. I think he's been he's been he's been too heavy in, you know, calling out John Carlo and <laughs> yeah. you know, sleeping on the streets and tell talking about how good the team was last year when they mm-hmm. weren't <laughs> yeah. good at all. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to let him take care of his business. I think he's in a, he's in a difficult spot right now. I think, you know, the best that we can do is just be there for him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. So. Said, said Brock, we a really uh, good fucking team. Go ahead, Tyler. Yeah. When Yoshida signed last year, joined the Red Sox, what was the meeting between you and him? Like when he took over that mantle in left field, mm. what it was going to be for him? Was it a dinner? Was it coaching sessions? How'd you go about it? Um, you know what? I let, I let Benintendi take care of it, you know, um, so he speaks Japanese, Benny, Benintendi. Yeah. He speaks a little. Yeah. Yeah. He's not fluent, but no, he, he speaks a little. Yeah. I think well, Benintendi, that's what Osaka, that's where he's, that's where his parents are from. Right? Osaka, Japan. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah Benintendi. Uh, he, he might actually speak more Japanese than he, than he does English. He doesn't really <laughs> talk a whole lot. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Benny did speak fluent Japanese. Like he could just one, just one of those things where he's just been it's been flying under the radar this whole time, mm. and he just you know. Uh, but yeah, I let Benny Benintendi take care of um, Yoshida. So, because um, I passed, I passed, you know, I passed the baton to Benny, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a few years back. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do remember mm-hmm. that. That was like one of the more uh, pivotal moments in in the in the franchise's history because it basically like Brock Holt handing over the reins to Benintendi in left field almost indirectly led to a championship. You could say that. <clears throat> yeah, you could say that. Yeah. yeah, I handed the reins over to a lot of people. Man, it was like, <laughs> hey, let's try Brock at third base. All right, well. He, we gave him a chance. Like, let's put another guy there. Okay. Well, all right. This guy got hurt. Let's try Brock out there. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's good. We, he, we've seen enough of him out there. Let's, let's put someone else. Yeah. So I did that a lot, man. I feel like I passed the reins to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, just not good enough, I guess, to, to stay at one spot. 
Or you were just so good that they had to spread it out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if that was the case, I'd pro- I probably would have played more. But what's the most? Again, did you ever hit five? You definitely hit five hundred plate appearances in a season. No, I think I had four, four or something. You most never hit five hundred. Four fifty four, twenty fifteen. Dang, I'll start up so Oh, fast. no, 509 in 2015. There oh, you go. Five, hey, everyday player. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. And then Marcus Simeon had, what, 800 and... Absurd. That was the most played appearances in a season ever by anybody. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 850-something. I mean, double double mm-hmm. my total. My most ever, really, almost. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah. his, that was his season. Yeah. That's so much, dude. It's a lot. I don't know how somebody plays that much baseball. Baseball, baseball is just one of those games. Got to be out there every day, you know. Just like, just like Pat Light with, in the bar scene. You got to be out there. You got to be on a helicopter every day. You got to be drinking <laughs> with clients every day, every day. <laughs> Cole, I do have, have a question, and then a follow up back after to, that. Oh, complete. We're going nowhere near that, but we're going back <laughs> to business, Pat. How would business, Pat? Take off your your blank hat, put on your GM hat. How would you approach signing or attempting to sign Shohei Otani, especially like the secrecy aspect of it? What would be your pitch to Shohei? I I don't know enough about what would draw him to Boston. I know isn't he isn't he close with the New Balance people? Yeah, that's, he, that's him, right? Well, yeah, sign of course him. he is because they're paying him millions and millions and millions yeah. of dollars. I'd I'd be close with with them too (laughs) you know yeah i mean i just pay him a lot of money probably more than anybody else and i'd win i don't hate it i did i just did some i did a little research a little r&d on that stuff i i he's going to make that team whether as long as he stays healthy he is going to make that team so much fucking money uh i I don't even know that he has to stay healthy to make the money back. Honestly. He might not. I mean, but the thing was the average attendance, you know, Brock played uh, during the, the days. Well, actually, I don't know if you're with the Sox at the time, but it, it, during the days where like whenever that streak ended of, of, of sellouts, which was what, what 2013. 2000, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <In> quotations. <laughs> yeah. But like the average attendance last year for Boston was like 32, 31 or something like that. Uh, so if he just brings the, the sellouts back, uh, by signing with the team, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to uh, right there. Oh, I think it was like an extra like, huh? Oh, I misunderstood what you said. Okay. Yeah. But if he brings the sellouts <laughs> back right there, it's like $40 million more that the Sox make. Even like Jersey sales and like you assume broadcast yeah. rights in Japan would go up. Not rights. Rights isn't the wrong right word, but like more games could be broadcast. Yeah. I couldn't find anything on TV rights for, for that type of stuff. I know they split a lot. I know. I didn't realize that there was... Um, uh, like they pool like a lot of their money and like divvy it up amongst all the teams. I found that out. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's that's going to hurt the old the old the old P and L. But uh, yeah, he's, he's. I mean, between con- I think I did the math between uh, expectations actually that I projected between concession stands uh, and jersey sales plus uh, just going bringing sellouts back. The, uh, the Red Sox were going to make like an extra eighty six million dollars next year. Just in one yeah, year. By, yeah, just in year one. So, so I my pitch, and I, I think I said it to Jared and the fellas on this show, I would offer him a billion dollars over 25 years. 
Yeah, a I billion. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know Pedroia. Pedroia is on deferred money still. Yeah. Um, We're still fucking Manny. paying Manny. Manny. Yeah. Manny. <laughs> Manny. Those are, I think, the only two guys that aren't deferred. But yeah, I'd kick this out. It's an interest-free loan. You know, fucking kick it out 30 years. Oh, mine I, Mine wouldn't even be necessarily deferred. I would do it in a way like that's game. You could only do this once in baseball. Give someone a 25-year deal. There's precedent for it in modern sports. Magic Johnson signed a 25, $25 million deal one of the worst, like, like Ozzy Albee's money, one of the worst contracts ever signed by Magic Johnson. So there's precedent for it. Julio just signed a 15-year deal, and since they made the change where AAV mattered and not what you're actually getting in a given year, yeah, I'd give him, four, I think that's 40. I'd give him 40, no problem. That's no way problem. below market value. Yeah, no problem. And I'd the actually make is- a 15-year deal with an opt-out and all years 16 through 25 would all be a million dollars. And it's just like, yeah. you get that from the fucking New Balance people. You, um, We're not giving you that. Yeah. The, the, the luxury tax, it, I did the research on that too. It, it's pretty significant. Uh, so you do <laughs> want to try to stay underneath that. Sure. Because uh, like it's like every year go, it goes up. And then when you like in a row, so like it's like 10% tax year one, 20 year two, 30 year three, and you, they just crush you. Uh, so you're yeah. gonna want to stay away from that if you can, but that's but if you do it 25 years, you won't be paying them all that much. No, so you could so you'll stay under, and you have the, also you have the resources to go get uh, other players. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I just give him the most amount of money that you can give him because <laughs> he's going to make it for you. Right. Yes. So Otani to the Red Sox confirmed. Mm. Confirmed. I also said that the way. <clears throat> Like passing, then whoever the New Balance guy is, I still haven't learned his name, and I only will if he doesn't sign. Jim here. Davis. The way people have been talking, like nationally, this has been going on since like late August, early September. They've made it seem like Otani of the Red Sox is like a done deal, and if it isn't, it's so unfair to the fans, like wildly unfair. Passing was like the the park intrigues him. It's like, what does that mean, Jeff Passing? The Fenway Park is well, going to sign him? I think. Uh... I forget who mentioned it, but it's like because he doesn't take BP out on the field. But Fenway right. was like one of two ballparks that he'll take BP out on the field for because he just loves Fenway. Yeah, well, then no, don't, I don't hate. Well, the then take. don't show don't him. show him the cages then in Fenway because <laughs> if that's where he's going to be spending his time, he's not choosing Fenway. I can tell you that. I mean, I feel like they'll just if they actually sign Shohei Otani, they would fucking redo everything be like no it was always like this <laughs> I, Show- swear. <laughs> I swear if they sign Shohei Otani Fenway Park blows up the next day and they've got a brand new one that's yeah uh, well but he I would love he loves Fenway he loves the history he's it's intriguing like they would probably make him his own like hyperbaric chamber and shit like what what type of like like does the Red Sox on the Red Sox side the home side is there any like fancy shit like that I will tell you that the the home side has gotten a lot better since I was there. Um, they've done some they've done some some good improvements. The clubhouse is a lot nicer, bigger. Um, training room and stuff is great. Uh, I mean, there's only so much space you have, and I think they're even tr- extending it more this off season. They're doing some stuff, uh, different places. They're trying to add as much as they can. Um, but the good thing about Boston, the the training room is what it is, but the the actual trainers, physical therapists, massage therapists, they're, they're so good. Um, and it's different with the Red Sox. We had, 
we had six to eight trainers. We had two massage therapists. We had a couple physical therapists all the time. Like I went to the brewers and we had three trainers. That's it. We had three trainers and a massage therapist would come like every Tuesday or something. It was like, how do you guys stay ready to play? You know, like every, every player had their own trainer. Like you could go and get treatment whenever you wanted. And, um, we did have a cryotherapy thing. Dustin bought it when he was there. It's not there anymore. I think it's in Florida. The fact that uh, Pedroia had to fucking buy, uh, something like that for the team. Yeah. And then the, and then the hot and cold tub room, it's called Pedro, Pedroia's plunge pools. Because I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think he, I think he, he, either he just bitched enough to where they finally just got him. Or he shelled out some of his some of his dough to 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 get those installed, but um, they've got a like a steam room sauna thing now. Um, so it, I mean, yeah, it's great. It's just Fenway is what it is, and there's only so much room that you have to expand. Um, but the train, like the 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 medical staff and the medical part of 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 the Red Sox is it was it's better than any place I've ever been. I'm telling you, it's like, like I couldn't believe whenever I went to the brewers and they're like, there was three guys to work on everyone, you know, <laughs> that it's is a St. Crazy. Bernard with a bottle of whiskey around its neck. That's the team doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> is there like a, is there like a seniority thing to like getting rub downs? Like Pat, like when you, when you got fucking torched by the angels, like you're, you're just going in the clubhouse and sitting down. Like you're not, <laughs> You're not fucking getting a rub down, right? Pop the anvil. I'm hoping no one sees me and I just go in the shower when no one's there and leave quietly and hope that no one yells at me. Yeah. Maybe get a bag you know, of maybe get a bag of ice on the way out. Yeah. You know? I got who was what's the um the Indian gentleman that used to rub us down? Russell. Russell. He got actually got on me. My my first and only big league camp with Boston. He got on me about not coming in, but I was like, I'm not supposed to. Yeah. And then like I think like David Ortiz came in. Someone had to come in and started talking. And like in the middle of the massage, I like yeah, I was like, you you need this man? Like I'm I'm done. I'm done. And like Russell's like sit sit down, lay back down. <laughs> All right. I was like, yeah, there's definitely seniority. I you just don't. I I try to spend no time in the training room as a as a, a young guy. I never became an old guy in the league. So yeah, I don't, I don't I think I got, I don't think I got massages until I was maybe five, six years deep. Mm-hmm. You didn't get a massage Just, until like you were, uh, dude, I like didn't, want, free I, did, agent I didn't, eligible? Yeah, I didn't get haircuts at the field. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be sitting and getting a haircut. What, when David Ortiz turns the corner and he needs in the, in the, in the barber's chair, you know, like I'll get my haircut at Supercuts or wherever, you know, <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not getting a haircut at the field. I didn't get a haircut at the field till I was probably five years in or reached arbitration or whatever. Like some people, yeah, some people just, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't want, like I, I watched Dustin Pedroia. I was like, okay, Dustin, okay. He's wearing pants out to the field. I'm putting my pants on like Dustin. All right. He's going down the cage. I'm going down the cage. I'm going to try and get there. It was hard to get there before him, but it's like, you don't want to be somewhere when. David Ortiz needs to use the cage or David Ortiz needs a haircut or David Ortiz needs a, so you kind of, you kind of feel it out. You kind of feel it out, but Russell's the man. Yeah. He would get onto you if you didn't get massages. Best, best nickname ever. Russell. Um, 
Dustin Pedroia called him Sprouts. <laughs> Sprouts, what's up, man? I'm like Dustin. Finally, like he, I, I listened to him call him Sprouts for for years, and I finally I go, Dustin, why you call him Sprouts, man? He's like, his name's Russell. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, it's the so it's the. I was like, oh, it makes sense, and I love it. Yeah, because, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, Brussels sprouts. Mm. So he just called him sprouts. <laughs> sprouts, what's up, man? Do uh, do minor league teams have massage therapists and all that? They, no, they oh. didn't. They didn't when I. They might now. Who knows? They don't look you in the eyes when you play in the minors. They don't. Yeah, they don't care at all. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. the only time we ever hear about like minor leaguers getting food is when like John Lackey is down there on a rehab assignment. And he buys everyone <laughs> lobster dinners. <laughs> First That's time it. eating in months. Yeah. Brock, was there? Uh, and Pat, this is for you too. Is there a story? I'm not saying name the player, but where you saw a young guy kind of go in there and think they were entitled to those things, and they got pants in front of you, and you're like, "That won't be me, no matter what happens." Um, you know what, Mookie, Mookie got Mookie got crushed a little bit because Mookie came up, Mookie came up, and I just remember one particular moment where uh, Mookie Mookie didn't have much feel when he first came up. Um. But he had his cousin or something in the clubhouse, I think, during the day, whole day, just walking around. His cousin's introducing himself to David Ortiz and like, hey, I'm Mookie's cousin and walking around the clubhouse. And I mean, Mookie, this is Mookie's first year, right? And um, I think David Ross went up to the to food room and Mookie's cousin's up there drinking beer in the middle of the day. <laughs> oh, God. So Mookie got it pretty good. Um uh, and like that, that's the, the year he got called up and then he got sent back down to AAA and, uh, he did never, dude's never been so happy in his life to get sent down to AAA. <laughs> 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 and this is our top prospect. You know, this yeah. is like, this is like future hall of famer Mookie Betts, you know? Um, but he figured it out quick. Mook's a smart guy. Um, but shoot now, dude, like it's not like that anymore. I mean, I'm sure there's still some veterans guys out there who, who do that. But um, I mean, now guys come up and they're, you know, super comfy. And I mean, obviously, you want your young guys to come up and feel comfortable, and you know, they're going to play better if they if they feel that way. But there still needs to be a little bit of respect, love, like when you come up, and it, that's that's not there anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Mookie, and for me, I. I I never saw it because I didn't, when I first came up, I didn't talk to nobody. I sat at my locker, you know, when someone spoke to me, I, I, I talked back, you know, I said hello to everyone. I got my work done, you know, so, um, but, but there were some, I, th I think even before me, it was, it was a little bit more intense as far as like veteran guys getting onto young guys, but, um, cause like homegrown talks about like JBJ when he came up, like it was a little bit of that weird transition, like kind of that whole Xander JBJ era. Yeah, and I mean through. that team that team especially, that 13 team especially like it was all veteran guys. Um you know, so uh, I think as a young guy it's a little uncomfortable like coming up and making your debut um because you don't want to get in anybody's way or step on any toes. Um but but yeah, the the Mookie thing. I, I just remember Mookie absolutely hating the big leagues when he first got called <laughs> up and was so happy he got to go back to, to Pawtucket because 
We're like, dude, well, Mook, you brought it on yourself, dude. Like, you know, he's a weekend and his cousin is up, up in the food room drinking beer with, you know, by himself, you know, with, with, uh, David Ortiz walking around, like going up to David Ortiz at his locker, wanting a picture with him, you know, in the middle, <laughs> middle of the day, you know, that's all I have like secondhand just, just cause like, I know what the, the feel like the vibe is in that space going up to a dude at his locker it's it's weird like i don't know i've been i've been in a few like red Sox clubhouses obviously the vibe is different every single time but i mean when when it's someone like david like you don't want to you don't want to be the guy that's asking him for a picture and no one david's space david's coolish yeah like david's the cool one shit, space but, where he's not yeah. expecting that yeah, when David's locker was tucked away in the corner, he had like seven lockers to himself you know, <laughs> yeah. back there. So, like, you can barely even get to him in the corner, you know, but squeeze through everything. Um, but that the vibe in that clubhouse, especially in 13, it was, you know, it was David Ortiz, it was Dustin, it was John Lackey, John Lester, David Ross, Johnny Gomes, Mike Napoli, Shane Victorino, like, I don't even know who. I mean, Stephen Drew, Stephen Drew, Will Middlebrooks, Will Will Middlebrooks. That one made me laugh. Yeah, uh, why? Yeah, I don't know because he was not a veteran. <laughs> no. Oh, Drew, sure, no. sure, sure. Yeah. I was just oh, you're naming David Rosters. Yeah, I'm I'm naming yeah. all the veteran guys, and you throw throw Will Middlebrooks out. Well, it's also <laughs> weird, like because you na- a lot of those guys were it was their first year there, so like you get that veteran respect. Just because you've been in the league, not necessarily you've been in Boston. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's all about how much time you've you've been in in the big leagues and how much how much time you've you know you've been up. So, um, but like the, I mean, for me that that team was. I mean, those guys were awesome. Um, granted, I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with them in thirteen. I was you know in Pawtucket the majority of the year, but those guys were were nothing but good to me and. Um, David Ross, shoot, David Ross just offered me a job with the Cubs before he got before he got let go. I said, "Do you glad think that's did, why he got fired?" Glad I didn't. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> it possibly is. Oh shit! It possibly is. You know, it, 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 you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. Is is obviously I was I was in Milwaukee with Council, so I texted Counts whenever he got the job. I said, "Hey, just so you know." Rossi offered me a job about a month ago. I'm glad I I'm glad I turned him down because you would have fired my ass as soon as you walked <laughs> in the door because they designated me after 30 at bats, literally been there for like a week. And they said, nah, I'm we're good, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> we're good. And it, it was actually on council's birthday, you know, when they when they designated me. So like it was me, Stearns, Counts. They called me in the office in P- Pittsburgh of all places. I played there, right? <laughs> um they called me in the office and they're like, hey, we're going to designate you for assignment, blah, blah, blah. Like we had just had a, you know, a thing for counsel on his birthday. So I was like, all right, that's cool, man. Like I wanted to get the hell out of there anyway, due to COVID year. I was, I was actually happy that they designated me. And uh, when I was walking out, I shook counsel's hand. I said, hey, happy birthday, man. <laughs> just singing happy birthday happy as you birthday. So, so every, so every year on his birthday, every year on his birthday, I'll send him a text. I'll say, hey, happy birthday, man. He goes, happy, happy DFA day. <laughs> so I told him, I told him, I said, hey, counts, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't take the job because you would have fired me as soon as you walked in the door. He goes, no, I would have at least waited till my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, 
Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but those guys in thirteen were awesome, man. That was, I mean, obviously they, you know, they did what they did, but they were that was a that was a good group. Yeah, I think uh, one of the the Pat Light stories that stands out to me is that uh, the the Angels game was your Fenway debut. I know you debuted on the road, what in Atlanta? Atlanta, yeah. The Angels game was the Fenway debut. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brock, this dude. Gave up like nine <laughs> runs. Oh, I was there. Brock was well, there. I, I was, was there. Yeah. 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 And, but like, well, I got to come in for him. I thought what was cool was that like Buckholtz was one of the first guys to come up to him and be like, you know, here, like, here's a beer. Like a tough game, kid. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. a beer. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there is definitely maybe it was a hard ass environment in 13. But then by 16, like you had guys like Clay that I mean, I feel like if Pat Light does what he did against the angels in 13. He's not getting offered a beer. No, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I wouldn't call 13, the vibe in 13, like a, like a hard ass. I just feel like the, just the roster construction, it was just all like grizzled vets, you know, the beards and you know, the, the Johnny gums is the, the Mike Napoli's the, the Pedro's like just grinder type. Like we've been here you know, it was like one of those things, like you coming off a last place team, you sign all these veteran guys to come in and hope that it works. And they all just, boom, they all just meshed and came together. And um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a hard, I mean, I I think that team had a blast, you know, that, oh, yeah. team, that team had a great time. Um, I just think they had enough guys in the locker room and in the clubhouse that where if someone came up and wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing it could you know it could backfire on whoever that was you know mm. um they had guys who would you know they had a lot of like leadership type guys that would they weren't a, they weren't afraid to to speak up and and put you in your place if you weren't doing what you needed to do um which is the way it, it should be you know so um but yeah those guys were great man like and i i don't know that if Pat would have done that in 13, if, I mean, I, I feel like Buck still would have offered him a beer, you know? <laughs> you think so, so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, I, mean, I think that team just, I feel like it was a lot like 18. It was just like, they knew that they were good and they like expected to win. So like, Hey, one bad game here, buddy, take, drink a beer. And we're going to, we're going to kick ass tomorrow, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, that, for me, that was, that team was, you know, huge for me and my growth and development, just being able to be a part of it for a small amount of time and watch those guys go about their business. So, um, I'm, I'm very thankful for, for that group. And I, I got traded over when I got traded over and got to, got to witness those guys do their thing. Was 18, obviously the best clubhouse that you've ever been in. Oh, dude. And, and I mean, I'm sure some guys from that 13 team would, would, would rival it, but, I wasn't there a lot, and and when I was, I was keeping quiet, sitting at my locker. Um, but eighteen was it was it was unreal, dude, from start to finish. Just, I mean, like I've never been a part of anything like it in my life. I know every team that wins a World Series that this is the best group of guys ever. We love each other. We do that, you know. But I mean, there wasn't there wasn't a bad day in twenty eighteen. There wasn't a single bad day. Even when you got it was no like, hit? Not even when we got no hit. Like, I mean, it shouldn't even have been a no hitter 
I think they gave someone an error. Didn't they give the shortstop an error on like a pot fly like over his, over his, over his, I think Hanley hit it. I um, remember. Is that in Oakland? Oakland, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You guys got swept on Jared's birthday. Do I remember that correctly? Did we I'm get sure. swept that year? No, I don't think, I think it was in Oakland. No, no, no. I, I think that no, was. No, we didn't get swept in Oakland because we, because we, st- that was, that we was. started in Oakland and got. Oh, started. 19. I mean, yeah, 19. 19 was yeah, 19. Yeah, 19. We, well, yeah, I we thought got, the we whole thing sw- about 18 we was. We got swept a lot in 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought the whole well, we part. Got, we got swept on a lot of people's birthdays. <laughs> in 18, all I remember is like teams amazing immediately. Jared's doing the show at Dallas, so he goes out there for his birthday, and that's like the only down point of the season. And I, for some reason, I thought they got swept. I do remember the no hitter. Yeah, because no were you as were you there? Yeah, I you was were at there. Both. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that. So yeah, we got. Yeah, but they, I mean, we were sixteen and one at that time. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, I blamed him. I'm, yes. This, this so guy. it was like our. <laughs> it was our second loss of the season. We lost opening day in Tampa. And then right. I think well we weren't sixteen and one we were whatever we rattled off like eight or nine in a row ten in a row maybe so we were probably ten and two then, um, and then we went on to win you know seven more in a row so we started seventeen and two but yeah dude there wasn't a bad day like every day we showed up to the field and it was just fun um, seventeen and two it was the most it was the most fun I've ever had like and it was just a group of guys that just like dude we. Like looking back on it, it was like there was no way we were gonna lose. Um <laughs> in the postseason, it's like you you're nervous for the game, like, oh, you're nervous. like I mean, we played the Yankees, they won hundred games. We played the the Astros, they won hundred games, we beat the Dodgers, they won hundred games. And like we took care of them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And, you lost one game per series. Yeah. And it was like obviously during the series, you were like, Oh shit, dude, this is you know, I'm nervous as hell. But then, like after it's over, it's like looking back, it's like, dude, there was no chance we were gonna lose ever. So um, they were all weirdly, despite being three one four one four one, there were moments they all felt weirdly close, at least as a fan. Weirdly like it was close. One, one the, Yanke- the Yankees, ga- the Yankees won one going. Then we went. Then we won sixteen to one, and then even game four, we won by mm-hmm. what two runs? I think they had no, bases one. loaded. One, one by one. No, run. They had, Gary they had, hit a grand slam that just didn't go out of the park. They had, <laughs> they had, yep, and they had two. Yep, Craig they gave had up two. two in the ninth, and then right. yeah, and then and there was that three. one play. It was that one play at the end. Nooney came in, threw it, mm-hmm. and it was like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, and if they if they had if, to review you, it for the clinch, they reviewed it. Yeah, and if they wouldn't have, it would have been bases loaded. And then you had the the stuff in the Astros series, the Benny catch, mm-hmm. um, the back and forth game. And then in LA, you know, we when lost Puig the long, hits that we home lost run. When Puig hit the homer, like that, we're we're, go, we're we're tied two two, and then we come back and win that game. Yeah, there was a lot of close, close moments, but um, yeah, dude, I'm telling you from start to finish. Like I think even in spring training, we we were like twenty and five or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild, dude. It was it was nuts, dude. It's like they, like our starters would play. And we'd be losing, and then we'd bring in the bring in the the minor league guys, and they'd put up like ten runs in the last like three innings. And we're like, hell yeah, we won again, you know, twenty two like, and nine, and you went nine and one in the last ten games, won in, five in, in a row to spring training. training. Yeah, yep. so nine and one to end spring training. Then we then we roll off seventeen and two, <laughs> and then we go one oh eight and fifty whatever. Yeah, 
There was a and point though. People forget this happened after, after the opening 17, day. Well, no, after, after opening the, day, we were going zero and one sixty two. Yeah, oh, people were well, the way opening that. day. You put Craig, did Craig blow that one or was it not Kelly, even Craig? Yeah, I think it was Joe Kelly. Yeah, Joe Kelly. Right. Yeah, it wasn't even Craig. Yeah. But after the seventeen and two start, the Yankees caught the Red Sox. Like oh, yeah. they were oh, tied. Dude, the Yankees. The Yankees were good. They were yeah. good that year. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, it wasn't like like you think you win one hundred eight games. Like, oh, you you're you're clinched with a month left. Like, I think we only clinched with a week and a half or something left of the at season at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, yeah. You got was it a four game series? I think like, like Mookie that? hit a bomb off a of chat. Well, you remember we had you remember we had um, it was close. It was like a three game. We had like a three game lead, two game lead or something. And we played a yeah. four game series at home and we yeah. swept them. Right, and that kind of like I remember that one. That kind of like put us. Phase, yeah, yeah. So didn't you have a homer, Brock? I had a few that year. Yeah, a, a big one though. <laughs> 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 Uh, we faced the Grom a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit a homer that year. I hit a three-run homer to right field with two outs in the seventh. When when was Which that? Game? Yep, September eleventh, twenty eighteen. September eleventh. Red Never Sox forget. clinch playoff berth thanks to Holt's home run. Oh yeah, pinch hit. Yeah, dude, and I was pissed. I was pissed <laughs> that I got that at bat because <laughs> because I remember AC telling me or Rags coming down and saying saying hey. You guys are good. Nobody's hitting. And like the whole year, it's been like, hey, if this guy gets up with two guys on, Brock, you're hitting. So you were like, boom, I'm ready. He come rags comes down and says, Hey, y'all, nobody's everybody's good. We're 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 playing it out. We're like, okay. So put put all my stuff out, take my batting gloves off, boom, boom, boom. Dude, I'm not playing. Like done. Like, you know, the the energy, the adrenaline just boom, out of your body. Not Five seconds later, Rags comes back down. Never mind, Brock, you're hitting. <laughs> so now I got to go like put everything back on and like pump myself back up. And I was fucking pissed. And I go who up there it? and I I forgot. I forgot who I hit for. No, no, no. Who did you hit against? Um, It was who, who was it? We were playing the Blue Jays, I think. It was yep. uh, it was Tapera, I think. Oh, I think I, I, I had pretty good numbers off of Tapera. So, and I ended up hitting a three run home run. And then I'm, and then I'm, cause I, I mean, I think AC kind of knew I was mad um, because he messed up a little bit with the communication. And I think he kind of sensed it from me. And then whenever I like got into the dugout, I like hugged him. I'm like, AC, thanks for that at bat, man. <laughs> we did it. You know, we, we did, did it. it. We did it. But always I, the plan. It was always, it was always fun, dude. Whenever I'd pinch hit or like whenever, Whenever I'd be in the game and he'd pinch hit for me, like the guy who who pinch hit for me struck out or something, I'd go up to him. I'm like, "Hey, dude, I could have done that," you know. <laughs> or like, or like someone would co- someone could have hit hit for me. Like Nunez would come in and hit for me, hit like a home run or something. I'd be like, "AC, nice call. That's why you're the manager. <laughs> you're the man. You know, you're the man." But yeah, someone would strike out. Be like, "Hey, dude, I could have done that, man. You could have saved a bench player." <laughs> You know, it's true. But when they, yeah, 2018 uh, was cool. It was really neat. I had a, I had a great time. Yes. I had a great time that year. That was, that mm-hmm. was, uh, I look back on that year very fondly. Uh, when the Red Sox hired Craig Breslow, they put out this big press release being like, well, we consulted David Ortiz and 
Pedro Martinez and yada yada, and then they go down the, and Brock Holt too. That's eight. That's that painting. I'm Did on you, there. I mean, <laughs> you know, but, me, Ted, guys like me, David Ortiz, mm-hmm. Pedroia, Ted Pedroia, Williams, Lester, you know, just Red Sox <laughs> legends, dude. Yep. Yep. Man. How did um, that? How did that? Could they just called you and they're no, like, "Hey, do you like Craig no, Breslow?" I, I, me, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what do you think here? Yeah. Uh, no, me, I, I have a really good relationship with Sam Kennedy. Um, mm-hmm. That's my guy. So um, I think they were going through the process, and I, you know, I kind of, we'd kind of been talking throughout the thing, what's going on, this and that, and um, he just called one day to just get my thoughts on, you know, since he knew I knew Brez and played with him, and um, there were a couple other people you know that they were looking at and um so it was just a conversation just just through the relationships that i've built and 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 i think sam trusting trusting what i had to say and um knew that i wouldn't you know bullshit him so um but it's it's cool man it's cool to be involved in stuff like that and that's why i'm you know that's kind of what i want to do man is just be be involved however i can and um you know, obviously the goal is to be involved with the, with the Boston Red Sox, but, um, cause I mean, I still got a lot of good friends over there, um, built a lot of, built a lot of good relationships, but, um, I just thought it was cool that, that he wanted my opinion and, um, you know, I was able to, to give it, give it to him and, um, you know, obviously it meant a little, it meant something. So, um, but I'm glad I'm, I'm happy for Brez. You know, I think I think Brez is going to do a good job, and um, probably a lot better than Heim Bloom did. Um, ho- hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but but no, I thought it was cool. I, I I love Sam. I love I love the Red Sox. So it was just one of those things, like just the relationship that we built over the years. Just hey, man, what do you think? Give me your thoughts. Give me your opinions. Um, but it's cool I, to be in, it's cool to be involved in like kind of the behind the scenes stuff, you know. I'm just surprised that they didn't call Pat, even though Pat didn't have like a personal relationship with Craig Breslow. It's more just like, hey, what do you think about this from a business sense? Um, right. So I guess I guess like let's just let's pretend now, Pat. I'm Sam Kennedy. I'm gonna call you and ask <laughs> you what you think about this from a business sense, and I want your opinion on that. You want to do that? Sure, sure. All yeah, right. Sam calls me all the time okay. too. I'm saying a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this out. Role play. Let's role play. All right, all right. I'm Sam. Okay. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. It always takes it always takes he's, a few rings to get Pat. Yeah, he's, he's busy. Yeah, yeah. Ring, ring, yeah. ring, ring. Hello, Pat. Pat. Sam yeah. Kennedy, Boston Red Sox. Sam. Sam, how we doing? Doing great, doing great. Um, I love you, Sammy. I love you Good too. To you. I love you too. Never forget your contributions. <laughs> First of all, thank you. I mean, I, I, I can't. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I can't have a conversation without you, without thanking you for all your contributions. No, no, and I Boston appreciate that. I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, course. Uh, yeah what, what do I owe the pleasure? Uh, first things first, we're thinking about retiring your number uh, this year. Yeah, I was a little surprised that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Do you even remember what honest. your number was? Uh, yeah, uh, my dear friend's birthday is this very similar date. So, uh, yeah, 43, 43. Yes, uh, that's yeah. correct. Yep. We're going to be putting mm-hmm. that up there, uh, retiring it. David Ortiz, Pedro, Ted, uh, mm-hmm. Yaz, Pat, you know, it's kind of just yeah, like, of you know, it's kind of just, it's yeah. not, we have, have you, like, you know, all you have to have do you in, in, Bo- yet? in Boston, 
It's like you get it. It's all these first names. Like you can just say, Yaz, Ted, Poppy, yeah. Pedro, Pat. <laughs> Pat. People know. <laughs> People know. So People I just know. wanted to. Yeah. I didn't want to do it without your blessing. Yeah, no, no. I appreciate that. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did have mm-hmm. another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, though. Yeah, talk to me. Uh, so we are in the process right now of looking for Heimbloom's replacement. Uh, you obviously uh-huh. saw how that happened. That was you yeah. Know, yeah. A I'm awkward. not interested. Thank you, though. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I, we know that you have <laughs> yeah, yeah. seven restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, Hoboken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, congratulations on Philly, by the way. I saw that on TikTok. Mm, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard about the twenty-five million dollars. I mean, that's you know, yeah. that's, uh, that's that's no, a little low, it's small it's a little money, low, yeah. Sam. Big time. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, listen. Um, I don't want to waste any more of your time because I know that you're no, please don't. A very important guy. Yeah, you probably have a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, big time with Sam. Yeah. But um, I did. I did. Wanna, on with it, Sam. I did want to ask. <laughs> uh, we were kind of looking at Craig Breslow uh, as a guy uh-huh. we might hire to replace Heim Bloom. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't know if you guys cross paths in terms of your playing career, but from like a business perspective, what do you mm-hmm. what do you think about the move if we were to make that? Mm, interesting. Have you called Brock yet? Uh, we called him to ask if we were to hire Craig Broslow to like, do we have like the Brock double thumbs up because we want to put his name in the press release because we know all the fans like, you know, they love Brock Holt. <laughs> like all we got to do is say, oh, Brock Holt likes it and the fucking idiots. They'll love it. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, those fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. think, though, from like a well, business listen, I, perspective? Of course, from, I wouldn't give you I don't know much about baseball, as you could see by my career. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I, I I can only give you a business sense. Listen, sure. how old's Craig? Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, it's like four. Oh. four, four. <laughs> <laughs> Close to bed. <laughs> he's, he's in his 43. He's, he's 43. He's 43. Just oh, like your number. Yeah. Great guy. Like your number, yeah. 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 Oh. No, I didn't have any personal experience. I'm actually, I'm not sure if he was on the team. Was he on the team in 2016? Do you remember, Sam? Uh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was, he uh, wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was, uh, he was out of the league by then. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's on the Cubs. I don't know. I can't remember. Can't remember. Can't yeah. remember. All right. Can't remember. Well, yeah. No. Listen, I think it's a. I think it's a phenomenal hire. Well liked, from whatever my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, from from my from my my viewpoint, and yeah. I think uh, smart guy. Wasn't he a Princeton guy? Yale. Yale. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yale. Yeah. Yep. Hazen was Princeton, I think. Uh, um, so was Heim and uh, Theo. Epstein. So it was Heim. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get, get. We're going away from Princeton. Love that. Sure. Love that. Yep. But yeah. No. I think it's a great hire. Fantastic hire. Smart guy. Knows the game. Yeah. I, you know, can't go wrong. So do you, uh, second question, uh, last question, actually, uh, do you, mm-hmm. would you mind if we put your name in the, uh, the press release when we, when we hire him, if we hire him? Yeah, I, I prefer you don't. Okay. I prefer, sure. I, I don't sure, want to sure, be. Sure. No, I get yeah, it. No, I get it. I get no, it. You know me, Sam, I like to be private. Sure. I don't really do much on social media or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I prefer to stay out of the, out of the public eye. Okay, cool. I, I just, you know, just wanted to ask, uh, really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, did you have a date in my, your schedule next year for like the, the number of retirement? Is there a date that works for you in particular, like a month that we should kind of look to? No, to I probably won't attend. Okay. So sure, you, no, just, I get you just do whatever you need to do. Sure, yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. Sure. No problem. Yeah, no, no, no I wouldn't. Problem. No, you know me. I wouldn't attend those things. Yeah. No problem. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, mm-hmm. it was great catching up. Yeah, great, great talking to you, Sam. Okay, I'll see you at um. Let's do uh, let's do Big Sam sushi. Uh, this, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do Big Sam's. Okay, all right, I'd love, I'd love to do that. Big Sam's. I'd love on me. Okay, you know, on John. On as they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, company card. Yeah, <laughs> I right. know. All right, all right, all right. We'll talk soon. All right, all right, all right, all right now, all right now. Okay. <laughs> and scene. if the press release of after hiring Breslow had Pat White's name in there. <laughs> 
public well, now, trust. Would have well, now we, I mean, we literally saw how it happened. So now we know exactly why Pat's name. He turned it down. <laughs> he said no. Yeah, no. He said no. He's like much, much like Bill Russell. I will not reti- go to my own Jersey retirement ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am the also Bill because baseball. of the racism. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, Brock, you said they bounced a couple other names off of you. You, I, I'm a big boy. I can take it. What was your honest assessment of me when Sam Kennedy pitched me to be the next GM? Mm. Well, I'm surprised mm. they didn't. I, like that was my. I was. I was. I was going hard for Coley. <laughs> like I need him. I need him. I need him lead the charge. I mean, he's already talking about 25 year deals for Shohei Otani. <laughs> so he's got things figured out, you know. Um. And I think he could get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe mm-hmm. he'd sign me back. I don't know. So fast. Um, yeah, so you, were, fast. You, were, you were in there. You were in there. I mean, mm-hmm. he did say mm-hmm. there were some internal candidates, and we all know that you work for the Red Sox. So mm-hmm. Quietly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, I, I, was, I was hoping you'd get the, get the job. I'm surprised they, I'm surprised they, they went a different way. Because you were you're what, Har- Harvard? Uh, so, I – I did a couple semesters at Harvard, some MIT. You know, I wanted the full experience. I didn't want to just be a one school guy. They call yeah, it the works mm. here in the uh, school the Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the old Boston tour. It's kind of like like you don't even remember being on the Pirates. I don't even remember being in Cambridge. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, mm. good point. Yeah. If they're like, UMass <laughs> dropout, Coley Mick is running the show. <laughs> I would like to see a, a Coley Mick presser and see the oh, see man. see the see the vocabulary that comes out of his <laughs> that comes out of his mouth when they ask him questions i mean if realistically what we- are they teaching you in a classroom that you are going to use running a baseball team besides like i, I mean communication skills math. i guess <laughs> i mean you Come got that guys. wrapped up by like ninth grade yes definitely simple statistics class can you just picture like Katio? Like I'm up there. Like how pissed would they would the media be if if I was up there? I mean, I don't know that they would be. I feel like you would be very uh transparent with your thought process. Uh you would be highly accessible. Actually, no. Oh. Uh breaking news, horrible news. Coley is now a green bubbles guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Devastating. Devastating. But I, you didn't see you haven't you're not a news guy. Mm, yeah. Since I made the switch from iPhone to Android, the people at Apple have just completely bent the knee. Every every <laughs> new piece of news that comes out is just like we we give up. We're done with this entire operation. Next year there won't even be iMessage. They've canceled it. iMessage is done. They're adapting Android's messaging system what? because of me. Yeah, it's what done. are you saying? Really dead. If this is true, I saw it. Mm, what, so explain. Levels are done. Explain. I'm saying I made the switch two weeks ago. I know three that, weeks but ago. I'm talking about the fucking I, Apple iMessage is now Android messaging. What do you mean by ever that? since? Ever since uh, they they bent the knee to the EU with the charging port, and now they have to use the Android chargers. Now they're just adapting everything Android, including the messaging system. Which is like RCS, Pat? Seems like you've you're the only other person who's heard about this. 
Yeah, I've heard that. I didn't look too far into, but I thought they were keeping the blue bubbles. I didn't think they were. I thought they were getting rid of green, and every everyone yeah. was just gonna be blue now. Yes, sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I meant more. It won't. There will be no separate. There will be no more no. segregation. I have yeah, no broken more. down yes. these walls yeah. for everyone. They, they referenced you in the in the article. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Can like, we are, play can that you- out, Pat? Can you be the the people? <laughs> And Cole, can we play that out real fast? I, I need to see what happened. I need to know? visualize this. Yeah, yeah I ahead. need to visualize. Go ahead, Go guys. Ahead. Go what, ahead. What, what part am I playing? You are you're the, Tim Cook. Yeah, you're the Apple guy. You're the Apple guy changing the messaging back to or to Android messaging to be compatible. And and after this is two weeks, what, two, one, two weeks after you switched over, Cole? It's about a fortnight, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Coley's staying Coley. Coley's Coley. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. I don't. I don't. Am I just? Am I? What am I? Am I just talking Steve to Jobs. Calling you're Steve Steve Jobs. Tim Cook. I, I know who I am. Yeah. I think you're calling me to find out. Yeah, the but fuck why happened. am I talking to Coley? You're like, hey, yeah, you're calling Coley because he switched over, and you want to know why, and what do we need to gotcha. do, and then gotcha. somehow in this conversation, you mm. you right. figure out See. that you need to change your messaging system. Yeah. Go ahead. Ring ring. Okay. Takes a couple rings normally. Yeah, it always does. Hello. Hey, is this Coley? Who's who who is this? This is this is Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. No. Who yeah, honestly, yeah. Who no, it's really Tim Cook. Listen, something came across my desk. Uh <laughs> it was a little concerning. Um and yeah, crazy. But someone came across my desk that you uh, you were you switching switching out of out of the uh the old iPhone. Is that is that accurate? It was this like the Patriot Act? How did you get my number? Yeah, no, we break a lot of laws, but uh, that's <laughs> okay. not relevant. Uh, right. <laughs> what, what do we what do we got going on here? What, why uh, why are you moving on? No one uh, likes the listen, Android. Uh, listen, you guys are are a single track minded company. You only mm-hmm. focus on one product at a time. You get those thirty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. ski goggles coming out to mm-hmm. compete with with Meta. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I still don't know what they do, but I see where you're at. <laughs> you've, you've slacked on the cell phone R and D. You've you mm-hmm. you you have taken a step back. You used to be innovative there. Androids uh-huh. lapped you. I have to call it how I see it, Tim. No, no. Listen, that's why we respect you over there, Cole. You always call. You see what specifically have we have we flopped? Why why would you leave? Like I don't. What are they offering that we're not? Ah. Uh, it's a faster phone. It's got a better screen. It's got a uh, quicker uh, load time of apps. Mm-mm. The camera's better. The <laughs> no. Zoom on the camera's better. <laughs> Inaccurate. No, all of that's super accurate. They've no. got the Snapdragon 2 uh, G, uh, computer system on it. You guys are still on one. You guys tried to dress it up and name it your own M1 system. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. that's not true. No, 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 no. I understand all that. The Snapdragon 1 is great, by the way. Uh, we don't we two Snapdragon 2. No, no. People say that, but they don't really know what they're talking about. But listen, we'd love to have you back. Um, it doesn't make much sense for you to move over there. I know you're friends with your with Jared, uh, and I, Jared would never. Jared. Jared would <laughs> I know several Jareds, as most people do. You need to be much more specific. Now we all know him. who I'm talking about. We all know who I'm talking about. Our mutual friend Jared. Uh, I'm close with him as well. And uh, listen, he's he's going to be upset about this, and you know that. Oh, everyone in my life's going to be upset about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I know you're a coward and you'll bend the knee wow. and you'll get okay. rid of Is the this because I'm gay? <laughs> is, this a, is, this a, is this a gay thing? Come no, on, those are the bravest people I know, braver <laughs> than the troops. Yeah, so I'm brave. 
but not as a developer. There you go. I am just doing mental laps around you. That's why I'm CEO of of Apple. Then why did you change your charger port? We well, you're afraid of the EU, like some sort of Frenchman. No, no, you you just didn't read the details. I don't know how to read. Now you got a problem with the illiterate. That's a big problem in this country. Well, listen, Cole, this has been great catching up. Um, <laughs> what do you mean catching up? The first time we've spoken. I still don't know how you got this number. No, no, no. It was good, good talking to you. Uh, it wasn't. But, uh, <laughs> listen, excited to hear. You hear called me on a brand new phone number that's only been active for 10 days now yes. and accused me of being a homophobe for some reason. <laughs> well, listen, this has been fantastic. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed um, no zero seconds of this. <laughs> Listen, we're going to put you in the press release, okay? Yeah. yeah. yeah listen, we're gonna- Gay basher, changing phone. Yeah. But we'll hold the headline oh. if you just come back to iPhone. That's not happening. All right. All right. Well, listen, you're going to have a, have a uh, tough couple weeks here coming up when we release this. So They're all best tough. of luck. <laughs> best of luck. And uh, we're going to release all of your private information. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> I, I, I love how the I know you're friends with Jared. Just can't just just popped. popped. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, if you've got my phone number, you definitely know those things. So it makes yeah. it tracks. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Man, that was funny. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Is Tim Cook gay? Yes. Yeah. I did oh, not know interesting. that. I had to look it up. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought Pat, yeah. Pat was going way off script. <laughs> yeah, just like, let me throw this one against the wall, see if it sticks. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Start, start, I originally had a scene to talk about how Coley switched to, uh, from out of iPhone and turned into being a homophobe. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we ever actually got to the point we were trying to get to. No. But, no. Oh, no, man. But, that was funny, though. Way to go, guys. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff <laughs> great great uh great uh what, what, what we call this again friendsgiving Bad living friendsgiving, no, friendsgiving. friendsgiving. Mm. great friendsgiving that's my only friendsgiving that i do yeah you've done we've done friendsgiving with uh at like brock before right yeah you've been on friendsgiving mm-hmm. yeah i think i'm a i think i'm a i'm a return friendsgivinger <clears throat> i mean i feel like it's the same people every year though so yeah. <laughs> well it all started because uh there was like one year in like 19 or 20 where steve was like we need guests we gotta get guests come on let's get guests so then i was like all right and i texted like fucking 15 people to come on at the same time and that's that i mean like friendsgiving i understand is a thing in its own and that's you know it's a gathering of friends before thanksgiving (laughs) but it Mm -hmm. just so happened that it was the episode before thanksgiving when he was like, we need more guests. So I invited like 16 people on the podcast. And it was, yeah, I yeah. think I think I remember that there's a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah, this is a, mm-hmm. a lot I think more. Pat was there. I think Pat yep. was there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there. a lot of people on that. Yeah, there was. Uh, there was probably twice, maybe three times the amount of people that. But it was kind of like in and out chaos. This is this is comfy. Mm-hmm. This is this is a nice amount. I'll tell you who wasn't there. Tim Cook. No, <laughs> uh, no. No, nope. he was Sam not Kennedy. There. Sam Kennedy was not there. Nope. We need to get Sam Kennedy on Friendsgiving. Yeah, he's he's been on the podcast, but it's been many years at this point. Yeah, we need to get Sam back on. I bet he would come on. I just haven't really asked him. 
I'm kind of waiting for like an upswing. <laughs> Red Sox stock has been down. I'm trying to get them, trying to catch them on the way up. Yeah, you catch them on the way up. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a few years since the Sox were hot in the streets. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you guys as uh, as uh, former players part of uh, division championships <clears throat> to see the team? No, in the last place no like I this? wanted I wanted to see a few a few down years because you can't yeah you went you you win a World Series you don't want the team to just win right after you're done like yeah you know then people kind of forget mm. you know right. so let's let's be bad for a few years and like mm-hmm. oh you guys remember eighteen it was so fun mm-hmm. and then once we get a little further down the road we can start winning again yeah. Maybe when I get involved, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can start. Winning. Do you think it's unfair that people, me and Jared's age, the highest we can legally rank the 18 team is third? Yeah, I think we've talked about this, Coley, on one of the one of the podcasts one time. Like you possible. You, yeah. Like you I said, 18 is, you know, the greatest Red Sox team. And you whoa, whoa, whoa. And like, well, I said, I do say that. I do say that a lot. Statistically, okay, based off of wins and all the other thing, but for sure, you, I think you rank us pretty low. Which, you know, everyone is is entitled to their opinions. Um, It's it has nothing to do with what happened on the field, like truthfully. Well, no, I I, no, I listen. I totally get it from like a, a a Bostonian, like born and raised, like you know. You've got your team that that broke the curse, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then you've got the, the the thirteen team who overcame the the you know the bombings and, and right. I mean, there's a lot of other things um, that true real fans, you know, put into the equation, and I and I totally get that. Um, I'm just a little biased to 18, but I no, it's just but most talented of the the four comfortably. Jared puts like the 03 team ahead of all four of those teams. 03 and team. the 08 team. 03 team should have won the whole thing. So should 08. Oh, they should have went back to back. Josh Beckett and Mike Lowell are healthy in 08. They go back to back. Stand by that. Yeah, I but I mean, I was, I was, um, I mean, I was a fan of the. What, what year was it when they when they won? They beat the Yankees after being down 3-0? 04. 04. 04. Dude, I was a fan. Like, I, I was at my house in Texas, little kid, running around after Johnny Damon hit that grand slam in the, you know, in game seven or whatever. Like, I've never heard anyone not be able to, like, name. The, that's like, what's that What's that band that's got John Lennon and Paul McCartney? <laughs> yeah. What's that team? What's that? What was that team? Mm. 04. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I get it. So what? So what is it for you? It's 04? for me. 04, 13, 13, 18. 18. <clears throat> and the 07 team. 07 was Tyler's got 07 number one. He's the biggest That's, fucking idiot. He's got 07. Not an one. idiot. You are. I, I, I was six in 2004. I, I didn't have a memory until I was eight years old. Matter. I had no brain. Thoughts, 07, 07's number one for you. It was my childhood, you know, run. That was the first time I had sat see, and watched a season. Yeah, see, all like there's, sen- there's sentimental value, you know? Mm. And I get that. It's still get dumb. That. Jared? I, I get Coley. Who's, who's Tyler, number one Tyler, for you? Tyler's just pro-terrorist at the end of the day. If you, if you can't, if you can't, if you can put 07 number one, you're a fucking idiot. Idiot. It's, 
Like that's it. That is like the most forgettable. Yeah, and they had like, to beat the Colorado Rockies in the World Series. Like no, the who were so hot before. I, I and secondly, I just watched a YouTube video the other day that was like, "This is the most boring World YouTube Series video of all time." <laughs> and it was the Red Sox versus the Rockies in the 07 World Series. All it was like a 30 minute documentary on the most boring World Series of all time. And Tyler, blame the Rockies. I do. Bobby Kelty showed up. Mike Wolf, sure. World I Series sure MVP showed up. Nice game hit in the World Series. Ellsbury showed up. Pedroia showed up. Uh, listen, it was a great team. I had oh, fun in Dustin 07. Had a, D- Dustin had a, a three-homer game, didn't he? Uh, in 2010. Against oh, the Rockies. Thought, okay, it was against the Rockies, but it wasn't in the World Series. Okay. No. He, All I'm saying he let off a, game one uh, with a home run. With a homer. Mm-hmm. Of Jeff. Yeah, it was we over all, immediately. <laughs> Yeah, that game was over real quick. That series was over real quick. I don't the think series, yeah, I'm talking they, about the I don't believe or no, in 2004, the Cardinals never had a lead in that World Series. It felt sure. like in 07, the Rockies never had a lead. That could be true. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know statistics. I don't remember ever losing to them. Like game one was 13 to one. Like there were no comebacks that I can recall. Like maybe they tie them. I don't know. Zero like, zero is a tie. I so, guess. So Coley's is 04. Tyler's 07. Tyler's 07. Yeah, it's 04. Yeah, I've got 041. And you're 04, Jared? Yeah, has to be. Like, you don't yeah. have a choice. Like, there's like only idiots like Tyler would not put 04 number one. <laughs> if they won back to back, you'd all be giving them the respect they deserve. Well, you hold would on. Be. Jake's, Jake's young. Well, Jake, what's your number one? Uh, my number one's 04. Yeah. Tyler and I are the same age. So that obviously his logic makes no sense. De- my brain development was delayed. What do you want from mm, me? Still waiting on it. Okay. It's crazy. You can't. Like, you were alive. Pat, when, you, when you were in New Jersey, when the Yankees were up 3-0, wow, what, what were people talking about back in 04? <laughs> Not uh, really bad things. <laughs> <laughs> I remember vividly. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> well, Tim Cook was over. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I terrible things. I mean, they, they were really bad things. Did you care that much? No, you didn't. No, I mean, you grew up a I Yankee fan. But you didn't care about that. I didn't really grow up a Yankee fan. Uh, like I watched the Yankees the most because that's uh, like, all we could watch. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I wasn't like a huge Yankee fan. I will tell you, the first time I ever believed in curses was when Aaron Boone hit that home run. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, this is real. Red Sox will we'll never win again. That's mm-hmm. just, that's never going to happen for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't, wait, what grade were you in? You must have been. I was 13. So you no, were what? Yeah, 13. Eighth, eighth grade or freshman? Yeah, I was, uh, I think I was, yeah, eighth grade. <clears throat> yeah. You, I just want like kids not showing up to school the next day, like after game seven. Like, that's the shit I want to hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, that happened. I don't think I went to. I mean, I I think I did go to school the next day after Game Seven and Three, but I was devastated. Like I, oh man, that's it, part of it too. Like the eighteen team, there was such a. It was the most natural build of any of the championships as well. Like mm-hmm. solid in seventeen, solid in sixteen just like fizzled out in the playoffs both those years, but like a tr- more traditional build than any of the other world series, like 12, they were in last place after mm-hmm. the 11 collapse. 
06. They didn't make the playoffs in 06, right? Nope. They did yeah. not. Very just Third a forgettable point. team. See, that's why that's why Tyler likes the 07 team so yeah. much. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> no, oh, I, from I, from listen, third I get to first. it. You got you guys are you guys are you're convincing me, okay? 04. <laughs> 07. <laughs> No, 04, I'm out on 07. Yeah. They're they're number 4 for me. <laughs> yeah. 04, yeah. it's 04. It's 18 because uh, for obvious reasons. 13 mm-hmm. 07. Yeah. 04. Yeah, 04 was the best. Yeah, it's those very were, those hard the days. It's hard, like <clears throat> I feel like 13 and 18 can be interchangeable. Like if I if I watch the 18 World Series film, then I'm like, that's number two. And then I could, the next night, I could watch the 13 film and be like, how could I ever put anything above that besides 04? But even third, like, I think 13 and 04, it's for some people, where you get that kind of off the field, what it meant to everyone at that time. Yeah. Like 2018, you were just better than everyone. You just dominated everyone. You got the off the field stuff with 04 and 2013, where it's family, it's all that shit connected. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. I'll put 13 number, I'll put 13 <laughs> number two. I'll put 13 number two. Okay. 18's number three. Okay. 18 number three. Seven. Uh, seven's fourth. Seven's for sure fourth. Yeah. yeah. And that team came back from 3 1 in the ALCS and yeah. just doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter no one cared. <laughs> no one watched those games. <laughs> I mean, the Red Sox, I want to say, were kind of like at their peak from the 07 World Series because. They had attracted so many new fans after 04. Sure. And then the 07 team benefited and from Dice that game. new wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right. 07 so 07's kind of third. Okay. <laughs> 07's third. 18's fourth. 1914. <laughs> let me let me take it back. That yeah, team. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean 18. You should have seen Smokey Joe Wood in that 1903 <laughs> World Series, though. <laughs> Eight, 18 has tremendous pluses. I was on zero duck boats in 04, 07, 13, none, none. Zero mm-hmm. parades for the McMahon. Mm-hmm. But one parade. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break from our Friendsgiving episode to bring you a word from our sponsor. Baseball may be finished, but there's a new season to be happy about. The holidays. And the beer that was perfect for baseball is also the perfect match for a brighter holiday. From its bold, refreshing flavor to its beautiful, bright color, Blue Moon Belgian White Belgian-style wheat ale is made brighter for the holidays. I think everybody on this episode, all of the listeners, and probably everybody in the world needs a Blue Moon after hearing Tyler spew his 2007 nonsense again all episode. Thankfully, I have a lifetime supply of Blue Moon, so every time Tyler brings that up, I just crack one, sit back, sip my Blue Moon, and just pretend he's not even talking. That's really what Blue Moon's all about, just tuning out Tyler. And it's also great for holiday gatherings. Blue Moon Brewing Company beers are made brighter as the perfect complement to the holiday season. From Blue Moon Belgian White's refreshing flavor, to Light Sky's real tangerine peel taste, to Moon Haze's juicy burst of flavor, the whole crowd will be reaching for the bright stuff this holiday. With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian White Belgian-style wheat ale is a beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. The season should be merry and bright, so Blue Moon is a perfect match for the holidays. The crack of a beer, the pour, the first sip of that bold flavor, Blue Moon always feels like a special occasion. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color, a beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all through the holidays. 
Brighten up the holidays with a beer that's made brighter. Get Blue Moon Belgian White Belgian Style Wheat Ale, Light Sky, and Moon Haze delivered by visiting get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared for delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared. Blue Moon, made brighter. Celebrate responsibly, Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. That was a fun parade, too. Uh, who's on your boat? Oh, we had a great boat. It was me, Dustin, Benny. Um. Jackie, I think. Was Jackie on our boat? Yeah, I think I, it was me, Dustin, Benny, and Jackie. That makes sense. I think Kajoria was the first one on any boat. Like he's <laughs> always the first guy anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's just commitment. Yeah. Yeah. I Dylan, I, uh, Dustin's oldest, Dylan, was throwing beers to fans and like catching little <laughs> bottles of whiskey or whatever they were throwing back at us. Yeah, I, I have a picture of Dustin getting in the boat. Yeah, I I, I know I do because he's holding. He's got the belt. WWE belt. Yeah, yeah, he's got the he had the belt. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah we had a good boat. We had a good. We boat. had a great boat. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we all were with JD, right? Butt cheeks. And, yeah, and butt Devers. cheeks. Devers and Hector Velasquez. Devers, he just turned like Devers 15. Was, Devers was, I bet Devers was fun. Y'all probably had some good conversations with him. Yeah. We did. I have a <laughs> video conversation of like the most inebriated Jared trying to talk to Devers, like do an interview about like ice cream. And Devers <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, what is this guy saying? I mean, where the hell is this picture of Dustin? I know I took one. Man. I mean, that I, 18, I, 18 was a long time ago, dude. You're going to have to do a lot of scrolling to get Oh, I got it. Mm. He's happy as I was, shit. It was too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Love champ. He's got the belt on. Who else is on three the boat? Three-time champ. There's no one else on the boat. He is. That's what I know. He. That's what I mean. He was the only he one on the, a boat other than us. Like he, he was, was truly the, the only. He was sitting first down. He was out. like, "Let's go." <laughs> let's go. Yeah. He's like, "Let's get this parade started." <laughs> yeah. There is no one else on this boat right now. I. I like maybe the dumbest I've ever felt. I was like, people are probably sick of parade. I thought there was going to be a low turnout to that parade. Really? In terms of like parade output like uh, cleveland did just like cleveland had just won in 16 for basketball and it's like well, they've never won anything for any reason like everyone that's ever been to cleveland's gonna go to that parade the 18 red sox it's like yeah this is parade number like 50 in the last 20 years like yeah. surely people are gonna slow down we turned that first corner i was like oh no there's People are scaling buildings. It was like, wild, this is dude. absurd. There's just it not a wild. fucking thought behind these eyes. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is you. Yeah. That was a good day. <laughs> it was a great day. Uh, Where's the picture I took of you? Uh, you have to have that saved. I do. No, that's not it. That's I like not the, it. I, I, isn't there a picture of like you, the two of you and and butt cheeks on the boat? Like there's many, like going nuts. Oh there's, yeah, there's a lot of those. I mean, JD made the best catch of maybe his career uh, on that day. No, Someone... the best catch of his career when he grabbed that lady's boob. <laughs> yeah, <in> right field <laughs> that year. That was, yeah, 
<laughs> you remember that? That was funny, man. Really Golly, funny. He, he he was chasing after. We talk about. I think we talk about this every time I'm on. But like, poor JD, dude. Like, it always seemed like some the ball got lost in the sun when he was out there. He's grabbing boobs like JD Martinez. <laughs> JD Martinez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, he had a rough go, man. But he wasn't that bad of an outfielder, is the thing. It's like, uh, I, I mean, not as bad as it seemed. Like he tripped he, over he, second base, just jogging out there to yeah, warm up. He fucking mean, broke his ankle going out to right field before I the mean, playoffs. He, started. I mean, he he was better than people thought he was. But it just seemed like every time he was out there, there was always a ball that got stuck in the sun or <laughs> bounced a funny way and it he got dropped by the ball him. in the world series yeah he didn't see it man he lost that <laughs> yeah he lost that one he didn't see it it was it was in the clincher wasn't it um it yeah dp it was dp yeah so it had to have been the yeah clincher. but 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 that guy didn't score though no no he did not <laughs> it was, score it was freeze right freeze yes. hit a ball and he got a he, he no, got a triple i think free didn't freeze hit like a leadoff homer he hit a leadoff homer but later in the game he hit oh. that trip he hit that triple i think mm. the the twilight ball oh yeah. yeah i was getting fake nervous i was like i don't need of all people i don't need david freeze heating up i've seen him win world series by yeah. himself before mm. i don't need this yeah yeah, yeah jd jd martinis <laughs> jd martinis <laughs> there'll never be another there will never be another one no I mean, if you if you slow it down, like yeah, he, there he is, there you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, we we yeah we we were we were we watched that over and over and over again. What the JD the Martinez? Video of him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he because he like he just like fully got oh, on cu- there. Yeah, full oh, cup, he, cup, yeah, full cup. Cu- it's like that video of Jeff Bagwell. Have you seen him behind home play at the Astros game? That I mean, just hammered off of his ass and like. They're like showing him, and they and he just reaches over and grabs the girl's tit next to him. <laughs> I've never seen that. Yeah, you gotta look it up. It's good. You gotta look it up. Yeah, yeah. That's um. Wow, what a special time. I I think it's mm. weird that it's been five years now. We're going on six. Very. Like I yeah. don't love that. That's been a lot. That's a long time ago, man. Five years is. Yeah, I was I was telling them if the Red Sox don't win the World Series next year that this will be the longest that we've had to wait for a world series since they won the first one the 86 year gap yeah, well, yeah. Sho- yeah. Sho- shohei will help yeah mm-hmm. i could see that being a thing yeah but pat you said you believe in curses trading away mookie bets is is as much of like a hey let's bring back another curse move as franchise can have mm-hmm. yeah that one that one that one hurt yeah not a great didn't idea. care for it it definitely did not make the team better. I can say that unequivocally. No, it did not make it better. <laughs> Four no, years no. removed from the deal. No, I don't think Connor Wong is going to be on the team next year. No. Sick. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Connor Wong, Jeter Downs, and Alex Verdugo. I mean, that, you know, I could see it at the time. No, you couldn't. Yeah, that's a <laughs> fucking lie, dude. They also they a, got a, that was they got a worse return just I so they could, would eat. It was so bad, dude. It was so bad right when it happened. Do you remember where you were when you heard it and saw it? I don't. I actually don't. Mm. It was when? It was. 
February of 20. Early February. 20. February of 20. Yeah, the world was still open. Yeah. Barely. Barely. We were getting to we were getting to it. Um, yeah, that was bad, man. You what think he if he had been offered the same deal, you think he stays? A hundred percent. Love it. A hundred percent. They yep. if the Red Sox give him three sixty five, he's still here. A hundred percent. Didn't he say that? He said that when uh right like right before uh-huh. he came back, he said that? Yeah. No, if if he's done it every if, time he's asked about it. He's, yeah, he's, he's like straight up. He's like, dude, I yeah. If if they would have offered me what I was worth, si- sign the deal. Yeah, hundred percent. He would. He'd still be. He'd still be. You know, granted, but he. Lo- I mean, he loves L.A. You know. Sure, so. I I haven't heard a lot of bad reviews of L.A. Yeah, uh, so he loves he loves L.A. And I mean, it's been good for him. You know, personally, obviously, but. Um, yeah, dude, if, if he gets offered the same deal, he's, he's a Red Sox for life. And, um, that's probably the way it should have been. Let's dude. go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Let's go Red Sox. Go Red Sox. Do guys in the clubhouse take stock of like, we've been here for three, four, five years grinding for this team. You just gave this this outsider in free agency a huge contract, but you're nickel and diming me in arbitration. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think so. I, but I mean, you can't re- you can't really. I mean, I guess you can nickel and dime in arbitration, but like if you're given someone, if you're if you're given a, someone an arbitration deal, like it's pretty much set on what you're going to make. So it's sure, yeah, there's I'm not so like, much nickel. I'm, but for, yeah, free agency, like, Hey, you want to, we want you to sign a team friendly deal or whatever. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I mean, got, at the end of the day, like whenever you're Mookie status, it's like if, if the Red Sox come to me and offer me a, uh, an extension of any type, like I'm like, yeah, give me the years, give me the guaranteed money. Like I love it here. You know, let's 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 do it. But like a guy like Mookie, a once in a you know generation type talent, top of the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. It's like he's gonna, you know, he's gonna bet on himself. It's like, and it it, it worked out. You know, like it's like could he have signed a, a hundred million dollar deal the the after his first year. Yeah, he could have, I think they offered him that. I think they offered him a $200 million deal a couple of years later and so on and so forth. But like, it's like, well, some of these guys do it and good for them. Right. They're, right. they're, they're financially set, but Mookie didn't want to. And, you know, he got to a point where he was so close to free agency. It's like, Hey, if why, why am I going to sign this deal now when I can just wait three more months and be a free agent and get, 80 more million dollars or a hundred more million dollars, you know, it's sure it's a no brainer. Like if you think of it like that, it's just people get so, you know, fans and and people, they're just like, well, what's the difference between $300 million and, and $380 million? Well, if you were offered $80 million, if I, yeah, <laughs> say if I offered you 300 million or I offered you 380 million, which one would you choose? Right. You know? <laughs> Right. It's yeah. like it's you put it that way. It's like, OK, that, you know, that makes sense, you know, for sure. I'm super so, against guys taking hometown deals, like very against it. Always get every dollar you can. Like, um, absolutely. And and there's some deals that just make sense. Like, right. I mean, 
some some deals like that, like I mean, the dude from from the from the Pirates, the third baseman, he he got seventy million dollars. Like, yeah, give me seventy million dollars. Like, but I mean, the Ronald Acuna. I mean, yeah, he got a hundred million dollars, but I mean, he's getting way underpaid. You I mean, know, the Albies, like the Albies the Al- deal. I mean, Albies is it's, that's that's a joke, right? Like the league should step in, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like that's listen. that's bad. That's bad. It's two I mean, team I mean, options on the end of it. Two. Yeah, and like it's seven I mean, million each. Yeah, like that's bad. But I mean, some some deals make sense. But like, if you're Mookie Betts, I mean, you're a top three MVP every single year. It's like once you get to a certain point, it's like all right, well, I'm this close to free agency. It's and 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 for guys like that, it's not like he's hurting for money. You know, it's like no, the, the extra. No, but that's also where you know, it's I'm, like I'm tw- I'm 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 in my second year of ARB. I made eighteen million last year. I'm making twenty seven million this year. It's like I don't need the I don't need the money. You know, so you can kind of you can kind of ride it out and bet on yourself a little bit more because you're you've already got a little bit of security. So, um, but I mean, Mookie's Mookie's one of the best man and. Uh, yeah, obviously, I think all of us. I mean, I've told him this hundreds of times. Like, I would have loved to see him end his career in, in the Red Sox and never wear another uniform and be one of the greatest of all time. Um, but I'm also super happy for him because he's happy, sure. and his family's happy, and um, you know he's playing for a, a really good organization who wins and spends money, and he's getting a chance to to play in the postseason every year. And you want guys like that to be in the to be in the postseason and playing meaningful meaningful baseball. So. Brock, uh, when it comes to Mookie, and as you saw him, you know, grow into the player, the guy who was making mistakes when he first got called up until, you know, who he is today. Do you think the version of Mookie Betts we see today would have ever existed in Boston? Had he got that money, would we see him doing the podcast and Fuck doing no. all these different things? Fuck no, no, no. And, I, and he's, he's told that to me before. Um, like we had him on the, the foul territory that I do. And, um, you know, I asked him. I asked him, I, I straight up asked him, I said, if the Red Sox offer you what the Dodgers offered you, are you staying? He goes, oh, I'm staying 100%. Like, um, but he's like, but I'm glad that things have worked out the way they've worked out because he's like, the, he's like, the person I am now being in LA is, is different from probably who I would be if I were, were in Boston. It's just too different parts of the world you know yeah, yeah um, he, would, he wouldn't be wearing safari hats and yeah boston. i don't think i don't think he i don't think he i mean you know there'd be he part- did wear safari hats in boston no he didn't i had multiple <laughs> pictures i used to tweet when he homered of him in safari hats specifically it was just a bad example by you <laughs> bad example <laughs> by like you. A bad out. example he wouldn't be doing the podcast i agree with you there he <laughs> was wearing me. safari hats. i think he'd still be wearing sunglasses inside yes but yeah. yeah, he'd he'd still be sitting courtside at the Celtics wearing sunglasses, but um, I don't think he'd do he'd he'd be doing the podcast and anything like I don't think he'd be doing that. Um, but you know, I think L.A. kind of fits Mookie's. I think L.A. kind of fits Mookie's vibe a little bit more, who he kind of wanted to be. Um, but but yeah, I mean it's it's like it's I mean it's like anything else like. I mean, I, I could say the same thing about Bogey too, right? Like, you you want guys like that to. I mean, Bogey was a fifteen year old, sixteen year old kid from Aruba. You're like, damn, dude! Like, yeah, just get him for 
X more amount of years and he's, he's a Red Sox his entire career. And, um, you hate to see, you hate to see that, but also bogey was one of those guys. He got to that point and, you know, he, he cashed out, you know, and you can't blame him for it. So no, no. Um, Jared's floated this. If the Padres are trying to salary dump, do you think he would accept a trade back to bring him back? I think bogey would come back to Boston in a heartbeat. Yeah, you don't that. want to be there. I think he would. I don't. I don't think you know. Obviously, it's not going to happen. But um, eh. they. I think they spent a lot of money knowing the owner was maybe only had one more season left, and now they're going to be doing some some risk management. That's exactly yeah. and assessing. Yeah. So exactly. Soto, Soto, and Bogey, Soto and Bogey back to Boston, or Tatis with, with twenty five years for Otani. Mm-hmm. No, you can't do both. I'm not. I'm not. Why well, can't insane. you do both? Come on. You this can, is Pat's plan. You can definitely do both because of all the money that. Yeah, Pat. Would you? Would you mind? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Breaking call, down call the business. Give me, give me the, the business Pat, Pat plan on how Shohei Otani is worth the investment. Well, I mean, if you're if you're doing Coley's idea, you're kicking out 25 years. It's not going to be much money for you right now. So you, yeah, you have you have plenty of time to well, he, plenty of room to do both. Well, what'd you say? It makes the Red Sox eighty six million. Yeah, just from I mean, ticket sales and concessions. That's two years of salary right there in one year mm-hmm. for, for, yeah. for Shohei. You're basically getting them for free. Yeah, yeah they're basically. practically paying you. He's paying you to play for him. I mean, literally every player who's ever played baseball is paying their team. Like they're mm-hmm. making more. There's yeah. a reason those contracts are what they are. It is kind of crazy. The it is. Uh, baseball doesn't exist. Joey, who does uh, baseball is dead with me, put out a YouTube video breaking down the financials of a Shohei Otani deal and how all you have to do is just, I mean, whatever he asks, like even if it's six hundred million dollars, you're making that money back. Like he, you, you're oh, you are profiting off of Shohei Otani if you give him six hundred million million dollars. I have no idea why the Red Sox wouldn't just like. I understand like you, you're gonna have all like the the boomers being like six hundred million. Like my, I went to Vietnam and I got <laughs> I got fifty grand. <laughs> it's like okay, uh, if you give Shohei Otani six hundred million dollars to play a game from a from a baseball economics perspective. It makes a lot of sense. Like if you're a billionaire owner like John Henry is, it makes plenty of sense. So much sense. Well, it's kind of the best of both worlds, right? It's like you have the business side where you want to make money as the owner, you know? So you're doing that with Shohei Otani. Oh, by the way, he's really good at baseball too. So he's going to make your team better. Right. You know? So, I mean, Shohei Otani's don't come around too often. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's, it's bold pretty, take it's, Brock. I like it's that. Pre, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that we're getting to we're getting to witness this because it, I'm 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 anxious to to see who ends up getting him and what they get him for. And well, I even said I don't even care if you give him forty million dollars a year. I don't even care if he never pitches again. Everyone's like, oh sure. wow, you're gonna pay forty million dollars for a DH. And I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 I am because of who he is, and you act like. The Red and, Sox didn't and, win three yeah, World Series titles who in the back he is of a and, before. Yeah, and his relationship Four. with New Balance. Yeah, and we could all just get free sneakers out of this. 
Like think about all like the the Shohei ones that we would get sent at the podcast here just for Shohei being in Boston. They'd be like, oh, we get we want you guys to rock the the new Shohei for the new Shohei's. Yeah, I'd rock them all day, all day. Do you have his number, Brock? I don't <laughs> anymore. No hesitation. He changed it like me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He got. He, he he went to Android. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to reach out to Tim Cook. <laughs> yeah. See if he can give it to me. Yeah. No, I don't have Shohei's number. Oh. That's what this. I don't even goes. know. Like you know, see, it, there's. I, I think I could get a lot of people's number in mm-hmm. in the game if I wanted to, just based off of knowing certain people. But I don't even know that I could. I could figure out how to get Shohei's number. I bet you Yoshida's got it. He's in the Who? he's in Yoshida. Yoshida. He's in the he's in like the left field brotherhood. But I don't I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah, call Benny. I keep Benny for, yeah, yeah, I got I so I call Benny. Benny will call Yoshida. Yoshida will call Otani. Otani will give me his number. Yeah. Yeah. The six degrees of Brock Holt to six get to degrees. every major league player. Yeah. I mean that could be a that could be a kind of a cool uh Kind of be a cool game, you know. <laughs> Six degrees how, of Brock. How, how does how does Brock Holt get to Roger Maris? <laughs> <laughs> and could we do it? I no, I think I, I wonder if Anthony Rendon has Shohei's number because Anthony Rendon, me, me and him are boys. We went to Rice together, mm-hmm. so that's only one degree. Um, has he talked to anyone on the Angels ever? He just seems like he got his check, and I respect it. I don't say this as a negative. He seems like he got he he won that World Series for the Nationals on his back, and then he got paid by the Angels and just put his feet up. Is how it yeah, looks. Yeah, no, here. I think you know Anthony is he he's kind of gotten a bad he's kind of gotten a bad rap over the last couple years, and there's some things that he's done that kind of have have put him there um, with his his. his comments and stuff and no habla inglés and stuff mm-hmm. like that but anthony's a good dude and and i think he's just had some bad luck with yeah. injuries like i mean he gets hurt he comes back he fouls the ball off his shin he breaks his shin yeah. like he's had some bad luck and and it's just piled up man like you get frustrated like when you keep getting hurt like that oh and, for and sure stuff keeps happening like frustration builds and then it's just you know, it's it's hard to keep an even head. Um, I, I hope that he gets healthy. I, you know, I, I saw him not too long ago. Went to went down to Houston and um, played in the little Rice Alumni Golf Tournament, and he was there. And he said he's feeling better. So I, I hope he's healthy and and gets back to being able to play. Because shoot, dude, like that year in, in nineteen with the Nationals. I mean, he played hundred. He played one hundred fifty six games, and I mean, his numbers were. I he was top five in MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I mean, he earned his contract. He just, since he signed, it's just been bad luck and frustration builds and, you know, that asshole in Oakland, you huh. know, asshole in Oakland calling him a bitch and got to, got to throw the haymaker, you know, happens, happens. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. Is there any, uh. We put in two hours. I, I didn't think we were going to get Business Pat and Brock to hang in for for the two piece, but it's Friendsgiving. Listen, it's Friendsgiving. It's Friendsgiving. I mean, it's this about, happens once a year. You know, happens yeah. once a year. <laughs> happens just yeah. once a year. Um, 
you know, I, I think we should I think we should close by uh each sharing something that we're thankful for. Um Pat, you obviously have a lot of money. Um mm-hmm. a lot of businesses. <laughs> yes. Yeah, a beautiful family. Be- beautiful family. Beautiful family. <laughs> um you have health and happiness. Everything mm-hmm. that uh, a person could ever want. What yeah. Are you, what are you what are you the most thankful for? <clears throat> you know, probably uh my relationship with Sam Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh I and you know, just just the fact that he thinks of me yeah. and and calls me for certain things, but then also has the 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 wherewithal to not include me in leaks. Right. I, that's just that's a friend right there. Sure. That's a friend. Yeah. Sure. So my friendship with him and it's it goes back a ways. I I remember when he was considering drafting me in '09, right? In, in, yeah, <laughs> in '09. Um, you know, he offered me that 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 classic. They call it the light deal. That mm. the the classic duel where I also uh, make decisions uh, at, in the front office while playing in the mm. minor leagues and coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, obviously, I turned that down at the time because I was so focused on pitching and, and learning the circle changeup. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but 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 I'm just really appreciative of him. So yeah. I, I think this goes out. This one goes out to, to SK. Sammy SK. K. Sam, Sammy K. Sammy K. He's a good man. Yeah. You thankful for anything else that you want to say, Pat? I will okay, um, <laughs> Probably my relationship with Tim Cook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tim, me and me and TC. Mm. He's he's something. He's a he's Tom a Karen. Real... Love Tom Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. TC, baby. Uh, you know what? I'm thankful for him. TC. Mm. Yeah. He's on next week. Mm. And Jared. Thank you. My friend, J- yeah. my friend yeah. Jared. <laughs> Last name unknown. Uh, <laughs> unknown. Could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. Um, Brock, what are you what are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for hats with patches on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, thankful brother. for hats that's that say what they are. Mm-hmm. And they're not just blank canvas, you know. I guess <laughs> you can let your imagination, you know, but I'm thankful for hats that actually say something and people <laughs> can look at them and know what they are. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm going to, I'm going to, normally I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jokey kind of guy, but I'm going to be a little bit more serious this time. Mm. I'm, I'm thankful for my family, man. I'm thankful for Lakin. I'm thankful for my boys. Mm. Um, I'm thankful that I get to spend as much time with my kids as I, as I'm getting to spend with them. I get to take them to school get them ready for bed every day. Um, and there's times that there's time that it's, it's tough and it's frustrating, but you know, these, these times aren't going to last forever. And, um, for me getting to be here with, with my boys and, and with Lakin and spend the, the amount of time that I'm getting to spend with them and, and be around, man, it's, there's nothing like it. And, um, so I think, you know, this year that's, that's probably it for me, man. Just, Nothing more that I've wanted to do than be a dad, and I'm getting to do it to the to the two best two best boys that there that there are, and I'm a lucky man. So, um, Griffin Rip, love you boys, Lakin, you're the best. Um, so I'm thankful for y'all. Wow, that yeah. makes me want to go have kids now. Which there there was a, I don't know if you saw there's a rumor that uh, I'm having a child. Mm. Congratulations! Yeah, thank Who you. Who with? Yeah. 
Someone uh, someone called into 98.5 The Sports Hub and said, uh, hey, just in case you guys didn't know, Jared Carabas is having a baby. Boy, way to so go, been, man. Congratulations. text messages. Thank you. you, know, Thank you. Hey, yeah. you, know, you know what the name's going to be. We already know that. The uh, Chase Holt. Chase Holt. Chase Holt. Chase Holt Carabas. Yeah. <laughs> Chase Holt. I'm going to honor that. I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Yeah. I like that name, Chase Holt. That's a good Strong. name. Mm-hmm. CHC. CHC. Um, Coley Mick, uh, what are you thankful for this year? Yeah, I mean, my kids and wife are cool too, like Brock. Um, but I'm mostly thankful for the Boston Celtics because every other team in this goddamn town has been Loserville for five years now. And it's, it's <laughs> killing me. Absolutely mm-hmm. killing me. There's one team, some goddamn pride around here and it's the Celtics. So I'm very thankful for them. It's hard to be online talking shit when everyone stinks. Mm. Um, Tyler Miller, the, Br- the Bruins aren't good. Ah, they're, they're very good. Hockey. Are good. they? <laughs> Pete Blackburn reached out to me, and I probably shouldn't say this, but it also doesn't matter. He wants me to be uh, the outsider correspondent for his new hockey show because of how known it is, how little I watch hockey. You should still do it. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going. He wanted me to do it today. I just couldn't. Um, Their their hockey podcast just spawned as one of the top hockey podcasts. Like They just hit the ground running. Two behind Spitting Chicklets. Yeah. 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 And he was like, you know how we get to one? The McMahon talking about not hockey. That's, that's what I'm saying. It. <laughs> like it's very funny. It's very funny because the first time that Pete left section 10, he was like, I'm gonna go start a hockey podcast. And then it didn't happen until the second time. <laughs> but I mean, like, if it, it was worth it was worth the wait. Like he when he left in 18 and I, like just it was like hey here's here's a national hockey podcast and we're number two behind spin chicklets they had bedard on like episode two i mean they're they had an episode with like both the bruins hockey goalies right no every episode they have like five bruins on it i find that very funny yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's popping always knew it would just <laughs> just takes <laughs> took a little time Jesus, Jesus took a little, uh, a little extra time with that one. It's okay. Um, thank you for right, we, we already know Ty, we already know Tyler's is the 07 Red Sox team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we don't have to talk. We you don't have to tell us yours, Tyler. Right. Yeah. Coco really? Crisp. Very thankful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's thankful Let me for call. JD Drew. No, I'm kidding, man. We, hey, we're we we all we all share our we all share our thoughts. Yeah. This thank is you, B-Dog. Dog. I actually, <laughs> we all get we all get to share. You know. B-Dog. B dog, I do have some something I want to thank you for. I've also been working on my Japanese. I've heard that Jake and Jared are learning, so I want to join yeah. in this. This can be a bonding activity. Go ahead. Okay, I'll tell you how good. I can Barreto Nikancha Shi Amasu. Now Google Translate, go do your work. Let me know if I said it correctly. Um, it didn't secondly, sound correct. What did you say? Fuck off, Jared. Uh, I'm thankful okay. for my dog Bullet. Bullet's mm-hmm. dead, Brock. Uh, but Brock would know this so when you're not on Brock I often talk about our friendship off the podcast me and Uh, you I call you yes I call you B-Dog B-Dog 
Jared had reached out to you to be on the pod. I talked to you weeks before that about coming on and you said, hey, you know, don't don't worry about it, T-Dog. Like, I got you. You call me Ty-Dog sometimes if we're, yeah, you know, we're fooling boys. around, joshing yeah. around. Just um, always goofing, man. Me and goofing. you. We're just always goofing together. <laughs> Jokesters. Come on. Um, but I just want to say I'm thankful for our friendship. And even though it bothers Jared that we're closer than you are to him, uh, mm-hmm. I hope we can keep building on that and be friends, you know, for a long time. We will be. <laughs> we will be. <laughs> yeah, we will be. Sounds like a threat. <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, we will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or else. Or else. You have, no, you have no choice. Um, Jake, I know you have something that you're thankful for, but I know that you also have a question uh, for Pat Light. You've been waiting to ask this for a while. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can circle back to that at the end. But what I'm thankful for is that uh, Brock said that Jacob DeGrom fucking sucks because that's going to be a great <laughs> promo tomorrow. <laughs> yeah he doesn't really suck guys but i do have decent numbers against him so yeah you do i think i'm like three for ten or something with a homer and Boy. i don't homer off a lot of people no no um i'm thankful for all you guys and, and all the listeners. not me not you no no no. i didn't say that um and all the listeners and all the people watching on youtube uh, they're they're the reason why we're uh, we're not eating canned goods for Thanksgiving. So we appreciate that. Not that I don't even like turkey. I don't. I'm not. I'm gonna eat some meatballs tomorrow or roast beef. Back. Yeah, roast beef. I eat roast yeah, we beef. don't eat turkey at my house. Roast beef, cheese, mustard, tea dog. Mm. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, tea dog. B dog. You know this about me. Our, my family views turkey as the the devil's meat. Roast beef's insane. Oh, so you're gonna cho- you choose roast beef over classy <laughs> over turkey? There's other meats. Well, yes, but I want I want something with some juice to it, some flavor. Who's ever upset about a roast beef? You walk into a household, they have a roast beef on the table. Everybody's eating. I'm not eating a roast beef, man. <laughs> you're fucking eating it, B dog, and you're gonna like it. T dog, I ain't eating eat a roast it together. Beef. There's a lot of other meats I'm choosing before I choose a roast beef. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> I want mean, suck on it. There's a roast lot. beef is a Millican family staple, and it has been for many years. Mm. That's insanity. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Order a roast beef. You won't be disappointed. I've had roast beef. What do you think? It's great. Yeah. Roast beef isn't making my list. <laughs> The beef, the pumpkin pie, it all it all hits together at the same time. You can't eat those simultaneous. <laughs> yeah, nothing like some beef and pumpkin pie. <laughs> it's a little on the side. You're not putting it on top, but you know, uh, roast beef I, and mac and cheese. I love a good no. beef and pie. Trust the juices. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Next well, week, so you got to circle back to Jake's question. Oh, yeah, yeah we got a question. question. Yeah, 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 Jake's question. Yeah, Pat, what's up, up with all the baseball content? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I my baseball content is very business centric. <laughs> Buzzwords. <laughs> However, I did. I don't remember. I got an actual laugh out loud moment with Jake's video this morning. I really enjoyed that. The Yamamoto one or a new video? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, you posted that this morning, right, Jake? Uh, that or was I yesterday. Just, yesterday morning. Uh, must just popped up on the old feed. Yeah, you, so yesterday morning. You yeah, commented ha-ha-ha really on, on the post, and I was like... Many more ha's than that were commented. 
Yeah. Uh, but yes, <laughs> the minimum of eleven haws that I wrote there. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. Great stuff. Um, we'll be back next week. Well, Brock won't be here. I'll be back next year for Friendsgiving. <laughs> be the usual crew. Uh, TC. TC is our guest next week. Good old Tom Wait, Karen. Which one? <laughs> Good old Tim Cook. We got Tim, Tim Cook on the podcast what next a, week. What a, coinc- what a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves the socks. <laughs> Loves the socks. Loves the socks. He actually he has uh, <laughs> he has the eighteen team as his number two. Mm, yeah. He does, but he's got a seven. Tim, Tim, seven. Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That needs to be a that needs to be a new thing on name redacted. We need to figure it out. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the majority of people would vote 04 number one. Um, most people with a fucking brain, yeah. 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 I think I, I think sh- most. I think Dude. most people would would vote 04. Yeah. Some people. I think. I, I think most. I think. I think a lot of people would vote Coley's. I think. I think a lot of people would go f- four, thirteen, eighteen, seventeen. I think a lot of people would. We want just 17? because of the just because of the off the field, off the field right. things. Hmm. I, I wouldn't be shocked if some people had thirteen first. Like yeah. I, I would expect that out of Tyler, but him being like, "No, it's 07 is just so ins- like yeah. he's eating yeah. roast beef, being like, oh, 07 was sick." Well, like I get now, it. Now, now that he mentions, now that he mentions roast beef, I it makes sense. It makes a lot more sense. <laughs> right. I'm gonna watch the World Series DVD tomorrow with my roast beef. I'm gonna be enjoying my life. You can hate all you want. You know what just you should try. do? Do you do you have access to the 07? If you don't have it, I do the 07 World Series DVD. Do you have it? I do. You should you should do a watch along stream like you're watching the 07 World Series film. You should do that. I get emotional during it. I still Good. feel it Cry to this on day. camera. I, people love that shit. Good All right, tune in. I'll put my Twitch link on uh, okay. on the Twitter. All right. And if you, I I believe I have the DVD set of the 07 World Series. Like I have the full length games. During COVID, the past time I actually watched rewatched the entire series again, okay, because I wanted to see if it still hit me as hard as it did. In every pitch, mattered to me. Fuck all of you, all of you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck Friendsgiving. I hate all this shit. Give me, give Suck me the, it. give me the ninety nine ALDS over the 07. Oh my god! Theory. Grow up. Wow. Pedro didn't didn't go six shut in 07. I'll tell you that much. No hit. Mm. Oh my God! Six shot, three one no comeback in the ALCS. I'm watching Josh Beckett say "fuck Cleveland. you" to his ex girlfriend. "Fuck you" to his ex girlfriend. That means something. That's love. Fausto mm. Carmona was like 47 years old, and it wasn't Don't even talk real. about Fausto Roberto Hernandez <laughs> like that. Fausto Carmona. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was his man. real name? Roberto Hernandez. Roberto Hernandez. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Didn't like that. There was like a story that they they uh, they had a birthday cake for him in the clubhouse on Fausto Carmona's birthday and his actual birthday. They did like two cakes for each certificate. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. All right, and then and then and then didn't he turn into Ubaldo Jimenez? <laughs> 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 was wasn't it like wasn't that all the same guy? 
Uh, no, Baldo was very much his own real, man. Yeah, he was. He's a real he, boy. Yeah, he pitched. No, I know he's a. I know he's real. He pitched the 2007 World wasn't Series. Wasn't he also Fausto Carmona? <laughs> well, Fausto Carmona was on the 2007 Indians, so he couldn't have also been on the 2007 Rockies. I do think you're right. I do think there was an actual Fausto Carmona. I don't know that it was. Ubaldo, well, yeah, though. he used his birth certificate. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yo, there was Carmona definitely was... a Fausto Carmona, but there was also Ubaldo Jimenez. But didn't he turn? Didn't he? His name changed too sometime Probably. in his career. I mean, David Ortiz was uh, David, David Arias, Arias when yeah. he was with the Twins. Yeah, John Carlo. Yes. Yeah, R. P. He was Mike. just yeah. He was just Mike. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. I I didn't see. I didn't see this this episode ending with Fausto Carmona identity controversy, but it, you know, happy, Here we are. happy, yep, happy Friendsgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, mm. everyone. Uh, enjoy Towny drinking night on Wednesday. Be safe. Give and, me a double, uh, Pat, and uh, enjoy enjoy your roast yeah. beef, everybody. Buenas <laughs> noches, <laughs> amigos. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 